My pork chop is missing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> what a great way to start the show. Is she still there? Yes. Yes. Hi, Lauren. Hey, Lauren. Hello. Hello. How was your day today? Good. Yeah. You being uh, you being nice to Daddy? Yes. Does he he treat you pretty well? Is he a good dad? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You didn't have to think about that at all, huh? Uh, I don't know. No. So, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> so cute. That's a good way to start the show. She's so talented. Online does this scream. All right, so, hello. Welcome to the Avant Card Show, a premiere podcast that focuses... Does that imply that it costs money? No, that's think? premium. Ah, a, a non-premium premiere podcast that focuses on the more casual aspects of our favorite game, Magic the Gathering. Anything you may learn that is useful in a competitive tournament environment is purely accidental. And read this introduction verbatim each podcast. Our, I left that in. Our sponsor this uh-huh. week is Gerber, for reasons that are obvious. I'm your host, Christian. And, uh, we Why got are they obvious, Christian? Because woo, a new, uh, there's a new creature has been summoned. <laughs> a planeswalker has emerged. A new planeswalker has emerged. Walker emerged. Floating red mana. Yep. Yeah. Our uh, our beloved uh, host Debbie uh, has given birth over the over last week since the last episode. And My favorite Facebook comment is the one that said, "Congratulations on your new planeswalker. Now start building up those loyalty counters." <laughs> did um Did you see uh? uh Fortino, Michael Fortino posted like, uh, "Glad to see you've gotten rid of your parasite problem or something yeah, like that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he asked. He asked me on uh, Saturday. He's like, "Do you think that that would be considered offensive?" Well, not to me. I've, I've like, always no. Yeah, you got a good. Well, I, humor about I'd it. always, I'd always you joke, joke like that. that it was a sexually transmitted parasite. Like, because that's what it is. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> And this, this came up when my doctor told me it was a parasite because I was trying to find out. I was going to be all good, and I was going to go off Taco Bell. And my doctor was like, there's no reason for you to, to go off Taco Bell. He said, at this point, it's a parasite. It'll get what it needs from you, and you keep eating whatever you want to eat. And so that was my sexually transmitted parasite. Wow. <laughs> so it's like baby and a tapeworm are both kind of similar for a while. Very similar. <laughs> and while they're inside you, about as much fun. But once they get outside of you, they're like, there'd be a huge cuteness difference in a tapeworm and a baby, I think. So it helps that you can see how cute it is. Yeah. Exa- oh, yeah. A lot. There's a, when, they get, when they get a little bit older, it's, uh, there's, a, there's this comedian that says uh, the reason... Uh, babies are cute is so you don't kill them. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, I was talking today with someone, and I was looking at her, and I was like, oh, she's just so cute. And I said, i got to remember that for when she's, like, 15, and I want to kill her. <laughs> That's why i got to take a lot of pictures now so I can look at those pictures and say. <laughs> well, neither of you have a black eye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I can look at those pictures and go, oh, well, I remember I was having- like her. <laughs> I was having to remember Lauren comes in and she's like, Daddy. I'm like, Yeah. She's like, Don't be mad at me. I'm like, 
Uh-oh. Why? Yeah, never, never good. And she's like, I was trying to close the curtain, and I accidentally pulled it down. Don't be mad at me. And I go, and I look, and we have this you know, curtain rod, curtain, two curtains. She not only bent the metal rod, but <laughs> yanked the whole thing out of the wall, like pulled out of the drywall. But is she, like, super kid? I have no clue. Maybe she was, like, trying to swing or something. And I was just like, and what did you say you were doing? I was just trying to close it because it was in my eyes. It's like, you weren't climbing on it? No. No. That would be wrong. And I'm like, <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah, I'm like, I know what she was doing. Yeah, I don't do anything that's to, wrong. Yeah, she was trying to climb up it. She's like, oh no, I was just trying to get the sun out of my eyes. Imagine the sure. view from up there. It's like, it's like, she's already learned the lies to tell. Well, there's okay now. There's, but look at it this way: it's a win-win situation because either she is extraordinarily strong and she was telling the truth, right, mm-hmm. or. She's extraordinarily creative and smart. And so she knew <laughs> and that someone could get her in trouble. And, so <laughs> and a cunning liar. Really, and a cunning liar. So she can be so a those liar. Those are good qualities, huh? Great. So she's either a lawyer or the Incredible Hulk. Exactly. <laughs> One of the two. Got it. You either have an attorney or a uh, Superhero. X-Men yeah. person. I don't have a child, so I feel completely left out of this conversation. Nor am I in the point where I'll be having a child anytime soon. No. But you're a college student. And that's actually yeah, there's always a risk. <laughs> that's kind of like a child. I guess, yeah. Don't, didn't you? Didn't you have a a moment where your mother told you something and he you didn't, had listen? A, didn't listen to mommy moments? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a story that you want to divulge? Oh, Christian didn't find out about this. Christian, you know how I went Uh-oh. to the beach, right? You went to the beach. Go. I went to the beach for for two or two and a half days, and uh, I went with Trevor and Patrick. <laughs> and a my mom days? and dad rented a condo out for their anniversary, and when we got there. Uh, they left because my mom had to go to work and my dad was starting work again because he just uh, he's allowed to go back from his back surgery. Okay. And we get there and as they're le- as I'm leaving to go down to the beach with Trevor and Pat, she goes, "Take this sunscreen with you. You're gonna need it." And I was like, "I don't need sunscreen." Yeah, mom. Uh, whatever. I don't um, need your advice, mom. <laughs> yeah, mom. Geez. I'm grown. Yeah, I'm not a child. Oh. I'm not a child. I can do what I want. Uh, Debbie and Brian saw me the next day. My shoulders were boiled. Like there was blisters all over my shoulders. Oh my god. My entire like torso was strawberry red. He, wow. He, he he stalks into the pre-release, and I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" He's like, "Just a word of warning." Okay, if anyone if anyone touches my back, then I will um, be banned from the DCI. Be banned from the DCI for hitting a judge. And I was like, "Sunburn," and I was just all smiles. So I was like, "Sunburn that bad?" He's like, "Sure," and like, you know, he's just he's just so unhappy. It's like I just don't even want to move. I had to wear this hipster V-neck shirt because it was the only shirt I brought with me that felt like remotely comfortable. <laughs> that wasn't it killing was you. Super loose. <laughs> and like, and bri- the, like and the funny part is that when he told the when he like when he told me that he totally admitted it, I was like, "What happened?" And he goes, "I didn't listen to my mom." <laughs> well, that's good. At least the uh, the lesson wasn't lost. Yeah, I've, I've, I've told everyone like, no matter how old you get, your mother is always right, regardless. And since <laughs> and since that, he hasn't left the house without putting on clean underwear. <laughs> Straight up. Wow. Uh, I go outside and I put sunscreen on anyway, even though I'm just driving to work. <laughs> it's 1 so, a.m. in the morning. Sunscreen. <laughs> sunscreen. 
So speaking of the uh, the pre-release, how did that go? Oh well, I did well. I got second. I me and the guy split, and then we played oh, you anyway split for the winnings. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was fun. So how do you feel about that having split it, but then having won? Well, here's the thing. I could have won twelve if I would have played and then lost. I would have only won four packs. Yeah. If I played if, and won. I would have won twelve, and it just wasn't worth you know the eight pack difference. Right, right. I was better off lost. just splitting with him and getting eight. What right. did you play? I don't know if I asked you that. I played the. Okay, <laughs> my deck was like I'm opening my packs and I had the most terrible rares. Like I got Omen <laughs> Machine, uh, Erzuri Renegade Leader, Malira Silvak Outcast. I could have made a mono. Erzuri's awesome. Like, yeah, but not in and not without a bunch of elves, probably. Yeah, it doesn't no, matter. You need to carry you over the runability, right? What was that? The overrunability, right? That's not just Yeah, he has that for himself, but it's just like, I just wasn't happy. And, like, I'm hearing Trevor and, and, and Tom, and they're like, I opened um, <laughs> Elspeth Tyrell and this and that. And I'm just like, oh, that's cool. But I played, like, blue-black control with a bunch of flyers. <laughs> so, like, it was really it was really grindy. All of my games went to, like, two minutes left in round, five minutes left in round or something. Oh, wow. That sucks. That's, like, nail-biting. Yeah, Azuri doesn't um, give the... Overrun to anything but elves. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't. No, I had to look that up because I didn't remember. And he only regenerates other elves, so. It was hard. To use I really outside. enjoyed it. The set itself was really fun. Like playing with the new cards, all of the cards seemed really powerful and fun. Like even the common seemed cool. Nice. Yeah. Like the one-one uh, infector. Yeah, he. I, I only Got played against play. him one time, and my opponent never drew it on turn one. But it was still like scary that it was a one-one with infect for one mana. Yeah, it's a pretty powerful I mean, card. You wonder why it would be scary though, because it's basically it's just an elite vanguard, you know, a two-one for, for one. Right, right. But it's still scary. It feels it feels a lot scarier than. Ah, yeah. <laughs> but I was really I was really impressed. This is a card that I didn't get to play with, but I played with in a mono red deck I'm making. Mm -hmm. uh, Spoiler alert. It. Yeah, like Phyrexian mana is really powerful. Even in multiplayer, like two life is really not that important. Right, right. So you have access to those cards in in, um, in decks that don't have that color mana. And in mono red, you can play a what's the name of the card? Uh, they can take five, or you draw three. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that. One. Yeah. Uh, Tetris oh. Gambit, like red, has a really hard time drawing cards, and for this, you just pay two life and three mana, and you draw two cards. Which I love. I love how Andrew said that. Like you heard yeah. it first here. He's like, Frexy mana is actually pretty good. So. Yep. We're spoiling that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Word's going to be out now. Yeah. Everyone's going to know. <laughs> so like, I s oh, go on. Uh, go ahead. I saw, I saw, um, what's, what's the, there's like a 2 1 artifact guy, uh, where it's like pay two, uh, pay a red Phyrexian mana to give it plus one, plus, uh, plus zero. Immolating Soul Eater. Immolating, immolating Soul Eater. Immolating yeah. Soul Eater. So I actually saw this one. Oh no, it's just a one-one. I saw this one game. Um, I'm just kind of like walking by, and I hear immolating soul eater. I pay 18 life. What? And I'm just I, I, I immediately stop <laughs> and I have to turn and watch. And so since he pays that, he he swings and the guy's like. Well, you got me. You know, it's like, oh, I'm dead because I just got hit by a 10-1 uh, immolating soul eater. I guess it ate my soul. <laughs> but it was just kind of one of these moments where it's like, 
whoa, if whoa. that guy had had any sort of removal, then right. it would have just been, you know, a game changer. But stuff like that, it was... I like those big risky moves rather than a slow grind, you know. One of the like craziest cards that I've that I've played with and against was the Molten Steel Dragon. Yeah, with the same ability. Kind yeah, of with thing. the same ability, but he flies. So, right. so you just do the math. That's like <laughs> high risk, but really high reward. Like you can sink all your life into him, and if they can kill him, well, you probably just lost. You know. Right. But if if they can't, you just like win the game. <laughs> yeah. It Even was. in multiplayer, he seems strong because he can just, like, when you get down to, like, the one-on-one, -on -one, he can just turn to an opponent and be like, all right, I haven't been attacked. I'm just going to kill you now right. you know, because they're at a lower life. Does he cost – oh, and he costs the uh, Phyrexian Manor to cast as well. Yup. Yeah. So, which means you can put him in any color. Yeah, one of the coolest – This is a very balls-to-the-wall move, like – yeah, that's an all-in. That's a from poker. That's an all-in move. You could put it in a in a white life gain deck. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah. One of the coolest decks I've seen was like mono white life gain with this guy in it. I don't remember where I saw it, but it was like a multiplayer deck where they're just gaining life, like beacon. Uh, so I didn't just think of it. No. Yeah. yeah. And then they just play this guy, and they can they're at a hundred life, so they can pay you know twenty life yeah. and give them plus ten plus ten. Yeah. So. Nice. Uh, another card I saw that. Uh, uh, did a fair amount was the Phyrexian Swarmlord uh, for four green green. It's a 4-4 four, four Infect. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a 1-1 one, one green insect creature token with Infect onto the battlefield for each poison counter your opponents have. Oh my god. So I was seeing this thing, like, people playing Infect deck, when this thing hit, it would start generating like three or four 1-1s. One, now, you just, you think about cards like uh, uh, Verdant Force, Mm -hmm. And Dragon Broodmother, and how much fun and powerful those things are in multiplayer. Mm -hmm. I mean, this thing's just going to drop, and especially because it's for each poison counter your opponents have. Oh, cumulative or all total of all yeah, your opponents. Yeah, so if you drop, like, uh, what's that rat from, uh, from Scars? Icker Rats that gives everybody a poison counter when it comes into play. Mm -hmm. If you're yeah. playing stuff like Contagion Engine 2. Yeah. Or like Contagion Class. <laughs> Yeah, you can just start. You can just start vomiting out the one ones, and they all have infect, which is crazy. It's not even just all one one. Have infect. Yeah. This so I saw. The, I saw this thing do some pretty nasty stuff. This is one of the new creatures that are like, in multiplayer, you have those creatures that come down and you just kill the person who has them or kill that creature, and this like immediately is up there. Just Did you see? Oh, I'm sorry. What? Just because of his ability, it's each opponent. It's not like target opponent or right. you know target player. It's, yeah. Choose a yeah. yeah. Jeez. Did you see a lot of uh, Spinebiter, the 3-4 uh, Infect with the uh, Thorn Elemental ability? Can deal I, with damage as though it weren't blocked. I saw He's very uncommon. few. I saw very few. Because that's sweet. If you All you need to do is attack and to guarantee I three saw poison counters. Probably one of the cards that I saw the most of was mm -hmm. Porcelain Legionnaire. What color is he? So, uh, it's white. It's any color you want it to be. Um, <laughs> it's two. It's two. It's two colorless it's and a white. Whatever color I say it is, bitch. Yeah, basically. Oh, I see. Oh, he's the artifact creature. That's what with it's white a mana. Three-one first strike for two <laughs> mana. For two mana and two life. Mono red. He's he goes in mono red. <laughs> he's, a, he's a soldier too. So I mean, he basically. Yeah. You know. Oh, that's crazy. In, yeah. Three-one first strike for three. With no matter what mana color. <laughs> yes, sir. Jeez. So I have an overall question about the set. 
Overalls are fun and, and nice to wear. It. Uh, I've never worn in. overalls. Do we have a tie-in button that we can like make a little tie-in sound? So, you remember the, the episodes a little while ago when we were talking about whether we thought Infect was going to make a huge splash in multiplayer because people would be like douchebags to play it anyway. Mm-hmm. Do you think this set has increased the chances that we're going to see a lot of Infect in multiplayer or decreased? Increased. Yeah. Increased. Increased. Especially the infect overrun. Yeah, try yeah, that. Makes sense. Yeah. There, there's going to be that. There's going to be the over the overlord. I mean, this this set as a whole just has a very griefer feel to it. <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, Aaron yes. Zorzeith was on the design team, and he's just like he openly admits to being a griefer. So, <laughs> so, so it's it's there's so many there's so many cards that have this good for me, bad for you feel to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at um. Uh, here's here's a fun one. You want to talk about gaining life? Shattered Angel. Okay, for three white white, it's a three three flying angel. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under an opponent's control, you may gain three life. Wow, that's multiplayer. Okay. Fabulous. You think that this thing, one trip around the table, and I think I might have mentioned this last podcast. This thing's going to gain you twelve life, something like that, and and be a three three flyer. <laughs> and be a three three flyer. I played against it in the in the sealed, and I refused to play. He played it on turn five, and I was on four land drops, and I refused to play lands the rest of the game. <laughs> I saw. That sounds exactly. The griefer, the griefer. I saw. I saw some very large shrine of burning rage go off. That's the uh, the it's two mana uh, for an artifact at the beginning of your upkeep, or whenever you cast a red spell, put a charge counter on shrine of burning rage, and you spend three and sack it. It deals damage equal to the number of charge counters on it to target creature or player. Mm-hmm. So this thing, okay, so first off, it's going to get a counter every turn. Mm-hmm. And whenever you do something, if you're playing a, a heavy red deck or a mono red, every time you do something, it's going to get a counter. So it's going to get about two, two every turn. Yup. So that's pretty sick. I really like um, Shrine of Loyal Legions as well. The one that, uh, if you play a white spell or at the beginning of your upkeep, put a counter on it, mm-hmm. and then you pay three and sack it, and you put X one one mirrors into play where X is the number of counters on it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, I saw someone um, have doubles. Like they had two suture priests out, and then they had this on eleven counters, and they sacrificed it and gained twenty two life. Wow. So and they had eleven one ones. <laughs> so That's a, the the card that oh yeah it works well with suture priest. Drove me up the wall the most, both at the pre-release and then the the Star City Open this past weekend. Spellskite, <laughs> like a billion d trillion d questions about Spellskite. That's a lot. Like what you can do and what you can't do. What happens? Can you steal someone's equipment? You know, if they try and equip, can you can you steal it? Answers no. No. <laughs> I think one of the worst questions I've heard about Spellskite was. Uh... If Spellskite has already resolved and is on the battlefield, can you change the target of Counterspell to it? And I was just like, what? 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 That makes no <laughs> sense. Why would you even be able to do that? It's not a spell anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I get it. It's, it is a confusing card. It was just one of those, like, head scratch moments. Right. Yeah. There, there's also a fun one, Soul Conduit. I've got a good um, story about this one when you're done. Six mana, six tap, two target players exchange life totals. So just imagine this situation. Like, one guy's at, like, 40, and another mm-hmm. guy's at, like, 10. Mm-hmm. And you attack the guy at 40 with, you know, an 11-11 or a 12-12 just because, just mm-hmm. for funsies. And he's like, ah, oh, whatever. I'm at 40 life. No blocks. And you're like, no blocks. bam! 
They're like, Dead. swap? Swapsies. Swapsies. At the pre-release. Uh, <laughs> Trevor and, and me were talking to this guy we didn't know before, and he was just like, yeah, my deck's really bad, so I'm playing Soul Conduit. And I'm just like, that makes no sense. Why would you do that? It turns out he had three of the immolating soul eaters, so he, <laughs> he would get himself to an odd number life, take himself all the way down to one, and then play one of the spells like, I think, Vapor Snag or Vapor Snare, uh, return target creatures to its owner's hand, they lose one life. Yeah. <laughs> and so he would just be like, make his life one, soul conduit, Vapor Snag you. And then wow. he was, <laughs> that was the point of his deck, and he actually went 3-1. And, like, he won, I think, three or four games with his Soul Conduit combo deck and Seal. Nice. Interesting. Wow. So it was crazy. He was really, he was, he was really, and uh, Aaron got called over, and that's how I found out about it. Uh, that's what I like about pre-releases. Yeah, Aaron got called can... over, and Aaron was like, I just saw some guy win with Soul Conduit. And I'm just like, what? How did that happen? <laughs> So, um, so yeah, so we had at the uh, we had at the the pre-release Aaron uh, Aaron Duval, who's been on the show mm-hmm. uh, several episodes in the past, was it was his first uh, first event as staffing as an L zero judge. That was kind of fun. Nice. Yeah. How did he do? Did okay. Did okay. Sure, he had uh, fun. Yeah, uh, so he, uh, I mean, it was, it, like I said, it was his first event, so he had the, the typical, you know, I guess jitters, I guess, for lack of a better word. Right. You know, the whole, uh, uh, that thing, but, you know, we were there to help him out. So. Cool. It was good. It was good, good. Neat. I want to talk about, uh, now what does Mono Blue have the most issue with, like, in, in your, in your, all of your opinions, like, what, like. Once it resolves, what do they have the most issue with? People not rage quitting. <laughs> no, I was gonna go with creatures. Like they have a heart. Like if you're playing mono blue, you can't really kill creatures. And the Phyrexian ingester, the imprint a creature. Yeah. Plus X plus Y. I really like that guy. Wait, like, Phyrexian. He costs seven mana, but he's so good. EDH guy, EDH monster, EDH monster, and he's also. I think he's also gonna be good in like. If you're the mono blue control deck, you can play one or two of them. And then late game, when your opponent plays like the 10 10 creature you can't handle or the Blight Steel Colossus, you can just go imprint it. Make a 14 14. Friction Ingester. Six and a blue. Imprint. When Friction Ingester enters the battlefield, you may exile target non token creature. He becomes a plus X plus Y, where X is the exiled creature's power and Y is its toughness. Huh. I like the plus X plus Y mechanic thing too, like the, the wording. Because it's on top of his 3 3. So that's yeah. good. Yep. Nice. Uh, it's an ingester, not a digester. <laughs> well, yeah, he just eats him up. Yep. Eat him um, up, yum. Anybody do anything crazy with Phyrexian Metamorph? The, uh, the clone that comes in as a uh, clone of a creature or an artifact? Yeah, there's a there's a combo with it and uh, what's that? Leon and what is? It's not Leon and Arbiter. What's Schreiber? the Leon and Schreiber? Oh, sorry. Uh, Leon and Relic Warder. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, that lets you um, that lets him when he comes into play. Uh, let me look up the card so I can actually tell you how it works. Leon and who? Relic Warder. <clears throat> He's from Besieged. Yeah. 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 When Leonin Relic and Warder enters the battlefield, you may exile target artifact or equipment or enchantment. When he leaves the battlefield, return the exiled card to the battlefield under its own control. Yeah, so so what happens is when uh, you bring in uh, a Phyrexian Metamorph, 
copying the uh, Helena and Relic order. Mm-hmm. Um, his when the trigger when when he enters the battlefield, you exile itself. Oh. Then when it leaves the battlefield, you return itself. So it basically creates this this infinite creatures loop, coming into play. Um, <clears throat> this loop where you can um, you can keep bringing in the uh, the same creature over and over again, the the metamorph. Mm-hmm. And then if you have something that cares about creatures coming into play, like the suture priest or whatever. Yeah, like the suture priest gain a bunch of life. You can. Uh, I saw at. One of the events, there's a, a guy where it's like deal a bunch tap. Of he's like tap a creature uh, he, to give this creature like plus one, plus one and trample, or maybe it was just plus one, plus one. But so with the he, it come into play and then oh, he'd okay. the ability and then he'd bounce it and come back into play on tab and tap it again. Oh, it was just um, like, I know what card you're talking about. It's from Rise. I'm trying to think of the name of it now. Is it from Rise? Yeah, it's a one and a green, one, one with trample, tap an untapped creature, gets plus one, plus one. Yeah. Oh, never seen the card yeah. before. Never seen it before. <laughs> just like, come over here. Does it work this way? And I kind of look. And I'm like, what is this card? <laughs> it's been around for a while. We just yeah. don't know what it is. I'm actually looking it up right now because it's bothering me. <laughs> for our listeners' sake, they want to know. There are 24 yeah. creatures with converted bramble snap. Ah, that's the name of the card. That's I was good. gonna say there's 24 yep. creatures with converted mana cost two that are green and standard right now, <laughs> but it's Bramble Snap. Yeah. Uh, nice. Mental mental misstep was all over the place. I and especially at at uh, day two Star City Open, uh, was a, a lot of mental missteps, and it was a lot of I mental misstep, your mental misstep, but it was just like, oh. Yeah. You know, and then I mental misstep, your mental misstep, mentally misstep, my mental misstep. Nice. Where do you guys call the mental misstep debate? What? Huh? Whether some people think it's going to be like a total format changer and some people think it's not. It is. What do you guys think? It proved it was. Like there was 27 copies of it in the top eight for Legacy. You don't even need to play blue to play it. So it could be anywhere in anyone's hand at any time. (laughs) Well, that doesn't prove that it's a format changer. That just proves that it's trendy. Like, <laughs> true. Oh. Yeah, all the people down at Starbucks are playing with mental mist. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> if every single person was playing it, then you don't really know whether. It, well, you then, know, the, how do we know Jace is good? Fun. Because every single person plays Jace. Because mm. Jace is good. So just ask him. I'll tell you. <laughs> one of in the in the um in one of the feature matches, I was watching the coverage online. Um, mm-hmm. one of the players was like, "Play Tarmogoyf." And then his opponent goes spell snare it, which is counter target spell with converted mana cost two. Mm-hmm. And then the other opponent was <laughs> was mental misstep it, and then mental misstep that mental misstep, and there was six copies of mental misstep on the stack. Wow. And it was just like they called a like someone like a, a, a watcher called a judge to make sure everything was happening right to make sure they were targeting the right spells and stuff because like there was almost nine spells on the stack I think at the end of it. <laughs> it was like this guy was like brainstorm. Um, mental, and it was like he didn't want him to. He didn't want him to brainstorm, so he so he couldn't draw force of will. <laughs> and it was just like yeah. mental misstep, and he was like, "Fine, I guess I'll use mine. I'll mental misstep that." And it was just like a crazy amount of stuff on this deck, all wow. one Tarmogoyf. So. <laughs> that sounds fun wow. from a judging perspective. Yeah. You have a strange definition of fun. Fun. <laughs> oh, I, sorry, I forgot the sarcasm tags on that. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
sarcasm. Backslash sarcasm. All right. Because it can yeah. take, like, when you go and take a judge call and there's, like, three interactions in the stack, and because you just want to be, like, a thousand percent sure that you've got everything down correctly before you make a ruling. And when you're trying to sort out, like, exactly what's on the stack and there's nine things. <laughs> wow. I want to be a judge now, guys. I just thought I'd throw that out there. I, I heard you, you said you had so much fun during judge dinner that you want to be a judge now. Yeah, not not just be like the interaction was cool. Like everyone seemed to like each other. Yeah, that's that's a facade we put on when outsiders are around. Really, we can't stand each other. <laughs> we all hate. Okay. Matter of fact, when you guys leave, Tebby and I are like clawing at each other like cats and dogs. Yeah, that's that must have been why you didn't answer when we called. Hmm. What's that? I said, I said when we when we got uh, when we got lost, we called you and you didn't pick up. It must have been because you guys were fighting each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Yeah, we were just out. We were just out in the parking lot, just beating each other, <laughs> mixing it up. Yeah. Baby Koth had an alien moment and came out, untapped a mountain, and threw ah! it. Exactly. Uppercut. <laughs> untapped a mountain and threw it at Brian. A single arm emerged from my chest. It untapped a mountain, threw it at him, and then went back in. <laughs> Wait, where is? Oh. I just I just realized that there is a card seeking. So uh, oh man! Does it have to do with heat? And now it's going to take me forever. No, don't. <laughs> just kidding. Don't go there. Where? The card is parasitic implant. <laughs> three and a black enchantment or enchant creature at the beginning oh, of the <laughs> enchanted creatures controller sacrifices it, and you put a one one. Colorless baby cough creature artifact token onto the battlefield. <laughs> Colorless mirror artifact creature token. Nice. A mirror? Yeah. I think they were, there was an article today where they were saying it, it, it made them think of, uh, it was reminiscent of the scene in Aliens where uh, the little alien just burst out of the, the guy's the chest stomach. burster. Yeah. There's also enslaved, as in Debbie's life is now enslaved by a child. That is true. And is dealing one damage at the beginning of each of Debbie's upkeep. <laughs> it's, it's dealing one sleep damage at the beginning of each day. <laughs> oh, ha, ha. So you think you're asleep? Mm, but you are wrong. You are wrong, mother. It's like, you are. It's like all right, so here's the schedule. I'm going to feed for half an hour to 45 minutes, and then uh, you're going to spend about 5 to 10 to 20 minutes burping me, and then I may or may not poop, <laughs> and then I'll go to sleep. And maybe poop while I'm asleep. And then wake up because I pooped. And then you got to feed me again because I'm hungry and my stomach's only the size of a walnut. Why are you narrating what Christian says on a daily basis? <laughs> only with drinking instead of eating. Did, did you plant a bug and, and that's what Christian says to his wife? Like, I'm going to poop while sleeping. I'm going to poop then sleep or sleep then poop or sleep and poop. So feed me, to clean me, put me to bed. And give me boxed wine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. In, well, that'd be in great. Any order, in any order, we don't care. <laughs> we can poop and then drink boxed wine and then sleep and poop at the same time. It sounds great. <laughs> it's fun. You take a laxative and a uh, sleep sleeping pill on the same night. Just kidding. Oh, that'd be bad. Oh. Yeah, no, that's not advised. I, <laughs> oh. How would you know unless you try it once? 
Christian, <laughs> do you volunteer for an experiment? No, it was... Uh, that sounded like the voice of experience when Christian no. goes, it's not wise. Don't no. do it, my friends. Who's that author uh, that wrote that? Um, uh, Christian Knoll, I think. <laughs> oh, it was not. So. Uh, you know, ten habits of, of highly effective poop sleepers. Poop. <laughs> All righty then. Now, what was his, what is his name? He's like a comedic uh, author. Um, there's like two. One's Douglas Adams, and the other one is this guy. Are you trying to say Terry Pratchett? Which he's not really. Mm, Everyone no, no, says no. he's funny, and I don't think he is. Oh. Well, hope you sure hope he's not listening to the podcast. I hope he is. I don't think we got to worry about Terry, that. you're not funny. <laughs> I'm not funny. Um, Douglas Adams. Can I go out and say Russell Brand, you're not funny either? Please. <laughs> Can I second that motion? He's not funny. He's not. I hope he, I hope he's listening, Russell Brand. You're not funny. <laughs> he's gonna be like, oh crap! I'm he, jealous because did you hear yeah, what Andrew said about me? He doesn't deserve Katy Perry. Katy Perry is the girl. I don't watch her. Like at the first, <laughs> I was like, hey, she's you know her songs are kind of sorty, catchy, and she's you know kind of attractive. Oh. And then she started dating him, and I was like, nope, nope, done. all done, <laughs> done with that. <laughs> so how do you feel about uh, how do you feel about Julia Roberts? Oh, and uh, uh, Lyle Lovitz. Yeah. Oh, for that matter, how do you feel about Catherine Zeta-Jones? Well, see, I actually... She's dating the Crypt Keeper. I mean, Mary, too. I actually like Michael Douglas as a, as a person. You mean the Crypt Keeper? I think there's a little bit of a difference between the puppet <laughs> and the guy from Wall Street. Yes, it's true. <laughs> okay. Um, Good point, so but I you can, just don't like Russell Brand as a as a person. I I he was like on the MTV Video Music Awards a few years ago, and it was like, yeah, this is this is this is what the kids are watching this these days. <clears throat> I am so glad I am not one of those anymore. Yes. P.S. Get off my lawn. P.S. <laughs> get off my lawn. Yep. Hey, at this part of the show, I thought we'd uh, take a caller. We have everybody's calling from all over the country. Is it Anne uh, Hathaway? Uh, she's on hold. So is I it Russell Brand calling? Cuss <laughs> <laughs> out Andrew. I have a message for for Andrew. Shut up. But uh, let's see. Should we should we take a call? Wait, I really thought that was who was calling because that sounded like him. There's a pretty badass scent. There's huh? the there's the intelligent British accent, and then there's like the the, the Cockney. Uh, say it. Accent. Say it. Co- but I want to say I want to say it's like it's like the trashy Monty Python comic accent. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? It's Cockney. It's Cockney. Yeah. It's like yep. it's the equivalent to us of like a, the way that people perceive it of like a total trashy redneck, like super southern person. Mm. You ninja chop. Have you never seen um, My Fair Lady? <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Busted, Christian. Anyway, are we going to get to this caller? This is a great time to avoid the fact that I like uh, odd Yeah, bring on, bring on Anne Hathaway. Okay. Let's see. we got Anne Hathaway on one, on two, and, uh, yo. Hello, caller. Don't, don't, uh, don't Welcome to the show, down. caller. Bring on some Kiss, 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 clap, clap, eggnog, bukkake. Hey, it's Chris Lansdowne. Woo! 
Uh, we thought you were Anne Hathaway for a second. We thought she did was someone on the phone. see that Facebook post that said, hey, guys, did you know that you can more easily navigate to the avant-garde show by Googling <laughs> kiss, kiss, clap, clap, and on Bukaki than you can by Googling avant-garde, which is I tested, and it's 100% true. Wow. That is not true. I got an error when I Googled uh, kiss, kiss, clap, clap, Bukaki. You don't know no, how to spell kiss, kiss, clap, clap. I did. Actually, all you have to Google is kiss, clap, Bukaki, and we are the first thing that comes up. Congratulations, <laughs> by the way, Debbie. Thank you very much. Hold on, hold on right. Chris. You came in at a bad time. We're now. I'm, I'm now. I got to Google. Google clap the cocky and see what comes up. <laughs> right. It takes you to the Facebook page. Clap. It does. We're taking it's, a. Uh, it takes you directly to our Facebook page. Did you misspell Bukaki? Because I'm guessing that's what you did. That's got to be I what it was. I pasted it right out of the guy's thing because I had no clue. I don't really know how to he spell it. He misspelled you. some stuff. Uh, Even still. The first two. What the? We're not famous know. for the reasons you you anticipated when we started this. Is your prior we ran? Love it. Ooh, Urban Dictionary after clap. What is? You didn't. Don't don't click on that one. I did. I did too. <laughs> is it? Is it horrible? No, but then it um when oh. once you get yeah once. It goes down later to like booty clap and pity clap and decent. It goes all kinds of clap clap. Chemistry clap. What? Yeah. Oh, that's actually something rap related. Wow. Yes. So, aren't you glad you called? <laughs> <laughs> I am. I feel special. I started an entire conversation about googling the clap. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I had so, to google the clap one day when I came home from the strip club, and uh, so Mr. That's a different clap, though. Yes, it sir. has come to my attention that you have a podcast, sir. <gasps> That's right. It may have come to your attention quite a while ago, actually. <laughs> may have come to my, I may have already mentioned it, and I'm just feigning that <laughs> I am. You're I bringing am it up under the guise. I, would, I do indeed. And it, despite what Tangent would tell you, it's not called Whores in Motion. <laughs> Although I'm Damn, sure I've been listening listen to the wrong to one. More, more likely to listen to it if it wasn't. I, uh, I, I would absolutely. I would go. I would actually drop off this call and go listen to it right now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's an on-demand channel, right? <laughs> you know what's really weird about this conversation is our podcast has started at the same week. Yes, like, they did. Wow. Um, we were on, on the, the exact same, same episode number, except we skipped a week this week. But it's crazy. Wow. A lot of our hosts are also hosts on other... Symmetry going on here. Wow. But it's about rogue deck building and how to attack the tournament scene without playing Call Blade, and we talk complete nonsense. Cool. It's, it's good fun. And then you have, yeah. you, have, you have Jack, and I can't remember the other... I think the other guy's name is Nolan, who are just griefers. Noyan. <laughs> Noyan. I just listened to that, and I'm just like, oh, this guy's horrible. This guy, this guy just like delights in the misery of others. <laughs> he does, and it's it's quite scary, really, because I'm the I'm the marquee of the cast, as you have dubbed me before. <laughs> and, and we've got Adina, who's like a cross between sort of Noyan and, and and Debbie. She's she's a chick, but she's not a pretty green creatures chick. Hmm. There's other kinds. PGGs. PGGCs. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> how, how, how old is she? Because I thought uh, I heard in like an episode that she was like 17. 
Uh, no. Okay, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> there have been some comments that I've been like all sorts of, um, hey, guys. Um, <laughs> Why don't you take a seat over here? <laughs> laws are up in Canada, but... Uh, I should take back the text message center. 16 <laughs> in Canada. What's that? It, it's 16 is legal here. Oh, okay. Wow. Well. Viva la Canada. Christian's got to go there now. <laughs> No. And lots of Asian chicks in Vancouver where I spent last week. I know that. <laughs> I mean, really? As Christian books his plane ticket right That's, now. Oh. Travelocity, clickety-click. What? Just Christian's got, instead of like one of those population center maps, he just has <laughs> Asian density per Asian capita. Density, Asian girl density per capita. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, this site may well come in useful to you, but ageofconsent.com is a thing. Oh. Yikes. What? Yeah, ageofconsent.com. Wow. <laughs> click, click, type, type. <laughs> That's a little... Well, I, say, I say now, it's like, it's creepy. However, I remember in college... Oh, sure. That, yeah. So we'd be informed of that and being like, this is useful information to have. Mm -hmm. It would be cool to have a little applet that you could run on your phone, like an app that's like, all right, what's your birthday? And then... Type it in and be like, legal in this area, this area. If you're here, oh, and then it would have a geolocator and be like, eh, yeah, so don't do when it. You traveled outside an area in which she was legal. Like right, right. <laughs> then it would start beeping. Turn around. A little scanner for the ID just to make sure that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it'll lie to you and then you'll get uh, up on rape charges and then, and then you have to register and you have to go door to door. That was embarrassing. I mean, what? <laughs> Can you imagine if somebody came to your door? Hi, I'm your neighbor. Don't, I, uh, don't Google Maps. There's not really a blue flag. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hear they're blue. <laughs> Who knows what color they are? They could be blue. In Chile, you can be 12 and have male-female sexual relations, but you can only be 18 to have male-male or female-female. Well, so, yeah. Like, the site. Well, <laughs> you should check out that ever. People learn all kinds of things on our podcast, you know. Not exactly tournament, you know, magic, but other helpful things in life. In Canada, it does say that you can be 14, but there's a catch to that in that it's only 14 if you are under 18. 14 and 18, they call it. Yeah. Yeah, because well, I think in North Carolina, Carolina it's like 16 and 18. It's 16 and 18, 17 and 19, 18 and 20, oh. and then... Oh, I, oh, yeah. the difference between the two parts. Yeah. Twelve if you're related. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, that's Virginia. That's West Virginia where Brian's Virginia, from. Virginia, the duty chop. Yeah, Christian, I actually, I beg to differ with you on whether this is tournament useful because you got to think, a lot of people travel to tournaments. That's right. When you're and traveling, so if you win a bunch of money. you're zone and you don't know what the you need to know. Like, yeah, you don't want to go to jail in Chile. Yeah, yeah no. you don't want to go to jail in Chile. It's <laughs> yeah, no. not fun. <laughs> Don't worry, the age limit's 12. Yeah, and you're going to find out when you go to the prison, you're going to find out what the age limit in prison is. Yeah. Oh, it turns uh, out there isn't one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's yeah, a free-for-all. <laughs> With no safe words. On a rope. <laughs> no, really, guys, the, the male-on-male age of consent is 90. <laughs> go away, please. You don't want to break more laws, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to think of a better uh, defense than that if you wind up in jail. Is now Tina Tiddlywinks. <laughs> 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 horrible, 
seconds. <laughs> Horrible. So, Chris Lansdell, did you get to play in the uh, pre-release? I was on a plane. I cried a lot. <laughs> They'd be like, what, what's that guy in C3C crying the whole time? Uh, 23C, so close. Oh. See, I'm, I can tell the future, but only people's seats in, uh, in airplanes. I was, I was busy uh, studying for the test. Oh, yeah? Oh. You, were, you were level level one yet, or what? No, I, Brian despairs that he will ever get me there. I'm still not as good as Debbie. Oh my God, that's a scary thought. <laughs> I kept looking for thingy as one of the answers on the test. <laughs> Surprisingly, it's, awesome. it's not on there. Or if you do see it on there, it's not the right answer. Debbie, do you ever accidentally say thingy uh, to actual in an actual uh, judging situation or? I she might, have, she might have gone off to go deal with BS code. Yeah, so code. BS code. Oh, sorry, I'm here. I'm here. Oh. I was on mute. Um, no, I've okay. never ever said it in like that situation. I have. Um, I'm always very, very correct when I'm actually talking to a player. Uh. I do it as frequently as it's humanly possible around Brian because the look on his face is Because <laughs> he grinds his gears. And then, yeah, and then what I also like to do is I like to have a little sign that I hold up that says, he made me a judge. <laughs> and it's an arrow that points to Brian. It's like, this is my judgment. I'm a judge because it's stupid and it's got an arrow pointing yeah, to exactly. the side. <laughs> she, announced, she announced at, what was it, at Atlanta that if she does, she said, if I do anything, that you don't like, it's his fault. And she points at me, and I'm just like, oh, that's horrible. True story. That's what you get for having a protege. Yeah, exactly. Hey, everyone pretty much gets grief about their protégés. Like, if someone's, if an L1 screws up, then the person who made them, it's kind of like vampires. It's like a vampire, yeah. Yeah, you have a sire. (laughs) Brian's my judge sire. And if you do anything, then they're going to be like, who's responsible for this? That's not true. It is in the Florida judge community. That's not true. (laughs) Nice. So So what is this uh, secret thing about... I'm not a judge when I do something wrong. Yeah, I'll take that. Nice. Yeah. I don't know, I just knocked my soda all over his cards. It's Brian's fault. Brian's fault. I was I was at work the other day and I got yelled at for doing something wrong and I was like it's Brian's fault. So, oh, inter- uh, funny, slightly funny story. At work today, I come in and hanging up over my computer is a T-shirt that has the picture of uh, like a blue Care Bear on it with his arms crossed, looking all grumpy, and like the little the little <laughs> thing on his uh, on his belly is like a storm cloud raining hearts. Yeah, you know. It's like and Rainy Day Bear or whatever. It says, it says, uh-huh, it says, I'm, I'm a, I don't care bear, or the I don't care bear. <laughs> and I, and I, and it was just like, oh, I'm putting this on. So completely violated dress code all day today, wearing my, wearing my I don't care bear t-shirt, go to meetings, you know, go to the cafeteria, wearing nice. my t-shirt, so proud of it. You're building as a cafeteria. Yeah, pretty cool. So well, it increases it increases productivity. Productivity by by not letting people leave. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I miss about college. It's not letting you leave. No, no, the cafeterias. Well, the girls in the cafeterias. 
Well, the girls pretty much want to miss about college. Christian probably went to college in like Tokyo or something. Singapore, close. No, I'm just kidding. I wish. Oh man, that would have been great. Mongolia. No, uh, Boca Raton and Tallahassee, and uh, and here, of course. He went Your Skype picture creeps me out. Who? Your Skype picture creeps me out. Mine? I second yeah. that. Yeah. You're like winking, and there's only one black slash across your face, and. Oh, oh, yeah, that was a well, when we played kickball. We we had the grease marks under the eyes, like to cut down the glare. So I took Got a picture. You I don't see it. I only see you all. So. After they oh, finished yeah. their game of kickball, they went and played Foursquare. <laughs> I rock that game. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, bubbles, bubbles. No black magic. Huh? Well, I didn't play like that. Oh. Cherry bomb. I remember cherry bomb. That was banned. Yeah. It was banned. Banned based on power level. Cherry bomb. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Jace of uh, Playground. Uh... They, they tried to errata it, did they first? Or... Yes. <laughs> It was the affinity of, of playground games, huh? So two funny stories. Ready. Go. So I got, I got Charlotte to listen to episode five or six, the most recent one where I gave her the shout-out. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that episode... Canadian. Charlotte is a Canadian L2. Yeah, she's awesome. And uh, Noyan says, okay, if you're going to be a judge, how does Sylvan Library work with Chains of Mephistopheles? And I just go, judge. Anyway, Brian listened to it first and gave me the answer. So I was talking to Charlotte later. She said, do you want to know the answer? Oh, I already know it, I said. So she was really impressed that I knew the answer. Hmm. Nice. It's quite convenient. Maybe everything Brian. isn't Brian's fault. Hmm. Hmm. What did you say, Andrew? Hello? He said maybe oh, everything, maybe everything isn't, isn't Brian's fault. But that's not actually true. It's just that things can be his fault even if they're good. <laughs> I had to edit one of the podcasts severely because uh, I had taken a practice test, an L1 practice test, right before doing one of the podcasts. And one of the questions on there gave me an idea for a combo, which I promptly talked about on the podcast, completely disregarding the instructions not to talk about the judge test. (laughs) (laughs) Edit. To rule one of a judge test. And, and rule two. Judge test. <laughs> rule number two about judge test is you do not talk about judge, judge test. test. <laughs> rule Brian's number one. shaking his head and crying. I am. Well, I'm talking because I'm on mute. There's only a certain number of questions in the pool, and it's sort of like um, the Rorschach test. You know, a year or two got out with all the little ink blot things, and there was this whole uproar about. Well, now people have been exposed to them. Oh, it totally invalidates them. It invalidates the test because people now can have prior knowledge of mm-hmm. the content. And so that's, that's, that's why they say, you know, don't talk about the, the, the questions at all, like what's on there, because you want to be able to test people's resting knowledge. You don't want them to have any, any idea of what, the type, what type of question. I mean, you don't want them to have the answer key. And if people can talk about it, then I'll get off my soapbox now. It's just like um, in, a, in an IQ test. Like if you take an IQ test, there's a certain period of time where you, you cannot be tested by that test again because the results are totally invalid. Because it's like years and years. Because if you've just taken, you know, like where they put the like the blocks into shape, into different shapes, and then yep. if you've taken it and you have that practice, then they won't let you take it for another five years. Hmm. Funny story about the IQ test. My uh, father took the IQ test and got a score of 147, hmm. which is just enough to get into Mensa. I think it was 142. Is it still 142? 
It's never been 142. Take that. Okay. IQ tests are standardized, which means that they the, the, the raw score that you get is irrelevant. You get put onto a standard curve, which is the average is, is 100 by definition. So right. the, the standards to get into men's are that you're in the top 2% of the population. And by definition on the standard curve, the top 2% of the population is two standard deviations above. And two standard deviations above 100 is 130 on a standard curve. Okay. So it's always... Blah, 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 math, blah, blah, blah. Math is hard. I'm sorry. I forgot my podcast persona. Math is hard. That's what she said. Standard deviation. This podcast rules. And he was bugging my mother over and over to take the IQ test. She wouldn't do it, so he started bugging me to take the IQ test. So I did. I haven't applied to Mensa because I'm not rich enough to pay for the subscription fee. But I believe my score was significantly higher. It's how, how much do you have to pay? $5 a month. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yep. see, you got, you, got, you got scammed by Mansa. Well, it, <laughs> Mansa. Mansa. See, that's actually the last IQ test on the, on the, Mensa, on the Mensa test. If you're going to pay 60 bucks a week... To be a part of Mansa, you're not yes. smart enough to be in. Not smart enough to be in Mensa. <laughs> well, yeah, it's probably like you know those sixty dollars a year or five dollars a month. You know the um, you know how products here, how like magazines and stuff here, it says the U.S. price and then it says Canadian price and the Canadian price is always higher. That's probably what it's like. <laughs> That's why it's someone more expensive. ate my chops. I'm really upset. Damn it! Was <laughs> I? I would probably be the opposite. You You'd don't be like unhappy about pork chops? Oh. All right. Somebody ate my pork chop. I'm really upset. Ah, uh, you want... Uh, no, but, like, I actually had pork chop rice and... and, and Ryan, this is not a joking matter. <laughs> yeah, this is true. It's Ryan. Like, I'm starving right now. Yeah, Ryan's all making light of the situation. Chops. My pork chop is missing. <laughs> hey, Andrew, um, do you, uh, does it make you feel better to know that I actually have Taco Bell being brought to me right now? No, it makes you feel awful. That's pretty cool. I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> Poor baby cough is going to burn your mouth off. Yeah, I don't do spicy <laughs> food. This is not Mexican food. This is Taco Bell. There's a difference. <laughs> yeah, but you can make it spicy. I don't because I don't like the spice. Don't so like spice. I got, I, got, I got an idea for something. You make me a pork chop, Brian? What? Yeah, make him a pork chop for for goodness sake. Did you take it? This is your fault. This is, yeah. Yeah. I, I accept that. Judge okay. problems and missing pork chops, Brian's fault. It's my fault. That's the way it's got to be, right? <laughs> I the pork chop. Yep. You were going to say something pointed, Brian? Hey, does NPH, that's the that's the three name for uh, for new Phyrexia, right? Neil Patrick yeah. Harris. Dr. Horrible. Well, that's what I, I thought it was Neil Patrick Harris. It is Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, okay. Just it's checking. Both. So Neil Patrick Harris Lux both. Cannon. It's the name of this deck. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I I am still pushing for Doctor Horrible. I want to call it Doctor Horrible. The, uh, wait a minute. I thought Baby Cuff was already Your born. Child? Why are you still pushing? Ah. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> that was terrible. You're so funny. Uh. So the only you to push was the wheelchair to get to the operating room, <laughs> and I nice. didn't even have to push that. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, you got baby cough. Got a huge shout out at the end of episode six, by the way. So you have to go listen now. I will. 
Mm-hmm. So, horse in motion? Was that, what was that? Horse. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not what going to horse in motion unless there's video. Is there video or is it just audio? You don't want to see video of me in motion with horse, trust me. <laughs> Check a bow bow. Well, now bow, I have mental image, so I don't bow, need video. Nice. <laughs> You've never That's even seen me unless you face creeped me. You totally did, didn't you? You posted it on our page. It's not called face creeping if you communicate with us. <laughs> okay. And you post it on our page. So because you emailed me, it's totally okay that I face crept, crept, face crept, I guess. Face, face crept. crept. That's yeah. <laughs> There's a link in the chat window. That for sounds you. like that should be a card in for new Phyrexia. Face creeper. Face creeper. <laughs> You look at target opponent's hand and look at their face. Or lick their face. And they're they're not even there. Nice. Let's have some content. Yay, content. That seems silly. Let's give that a try. What is there any show notes that I should be aware of, or no? Not not really. Not really. Here's 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 how the episode came to be. Just I'm going to pull back the curtain for a second. We normally record on Monday nights. Sunday night, after I get home, after doing uh, day two of the Star City Open, it's like 11.30, I send out an email where I'm like, hey, we don't know what we're talking about. How about some of these suggestions? And I immediately, when I wake up the next morning, sick, dead tired, because I have to get up at like 5.30, email from Deb. I'm cool with doing it on Tuesday because I got baby stuff and and uh, yeah and uh, uh, Andrew's like I gotta do something on Monday too and I'm like I'm tired. So okay, like, it was the it was the other way around. Andrew yeah, said he had to work, and I said, well, we should punt them because I don't, we don't want to miss Andrew because he is such a crucial part of our team. <laughs> oh, is that what you said? But I said okay. it without sarcasm in the email. Without sarcasm. <laughs> so so then. I was like, all right, it's Monday morning. We're going to do it tomorrow unless Christian descends. And I don't think Christian descended. I don't know, Christian, did you show up last night? I wonder where everybody was. No, I wrote, um, when you first wrote me that email, you said uh, descended, and I got the email at like 7 o'clock, and I thought it said Christian uh, desserts. And then uh, I was like, "Um, well, I'd like some dessert, and then I had to read it again, and then uh, I was like, no, but I do not descend. So. So then it's Tuesday, cool. so I don't think maybe we shouldn't pull back the curtain that much. And then and then it's and then it's Tuesday, and it's like I've been run, 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 run. So at eight o'clock we start, and we have no clue. We've got we've got like the the vague email. It's like what are we going to talk about? Uh, Phyrexian stuff. Um, All right, hey Chris is Chris. Let's do Chris. Yay! Hey. Or I mean, I don't really want to do Chris. <laughs> Right yeah, now, that's right what she now. said. That's, I had to come yeah. off mute to say that's what she said. Let's do Chris. Yay. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's what so this she is, said. This is, I think we're like rambling more than more than usual. It's because we have absolutely nothing prepared. <laughs> but I, we're still off. Awesome. I thought we weren't doing it this week because I was like, Debbie said a child. Are we podcasting? And then I forgot it was Debbie. So obviously we were podcasting. You forgot how hardcore I am. Yeah. Hardcore. Trick told me on Saturday, this is the day after, that you were still you know, like, no, I'm going to copy edit art. Like, you were editing articles on, like... I edited articles in the hospital. <laughs> That's pretty... Whoa. I did. Hardcore. That's hardcore. I did. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte says hi. Hi, Charlotte. What up? Ooh. Hello, Charlotte. 
Nice web she has, by the way. Because uh, she's never heard that joke. All right. So, Kiki Jiki Deck. Kiki Jiki, as you all know, because you all listen to all of our podcasts. Hey, all I want to do the intro part. Hey, Brian, oh, okay. is Kiki Jiki getting freaky? <laughs> no. Brian, you ruined my intro. What? Oh, we'll yeah. Try it again. We'll try it again. Hey, try Brian, again. is Kiki Jiki getting freaky? Hells yeah. Hey, there you Guys. go. All right. How's that? I don't really know what I said. Um, Much better. All right, so Chris, I sent you a, a link to the deck. Did you listen to the last uh, the last episode? As if I would miss one of your episodes. <laughs> notice he didn't actually. Notice, yeah. Notice he didn't say yes. Yes. It's just, it's like, it's like, uh, I I listened to it today while I was processing the things that I process at my work that I'd rather not uh, talk about. Oh, illegal so activity. Is hmm. while you were being paid to do work. You instead were listening to Magic Podcast. Good job. Ah, you just announced that to millions of people, but most of them are probably in the states. So you're you're, you're probably good. And by millions of people, you mean you mean maybe, like maybe dozens, 40s. dozens, yeah. half dozens, and half dozens. You just Sounds announced like that to tens of no, make that tens of, of people. Scores. <laughs> you, you just announced that to fives of people. So make that fives. <laughs> All right. Not even one drove. <clears throat> so, so, so last episode we made a Kiki Jiki deck. Um, and it wasn't really a deck so much as a cluster. It, 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 it was. It was. Um, and this is this is how the conversation af- after we went uh, got off the air. This is how the conversation went down because this was on a Tuesday. We were going to play on a Wednesday. I was like, man, it's really late. It's really tired. I'm really tired. I'm not going to build the deck tonight. I might get to making it tomorrow. And Deb's just like, well, just send me the deck list. And I was like, yeah, fine, here it is. Next morning I wake up, and there's an order play. I get an email. It's it's a cool stuff order. And she's just like, I went ahead and bought it. And I'm like, it'll it'll be there when you get there. Whoa. And I'm like, I did. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I have the cool stuff street cred. Deck. And by street cred, I mean money. Com- complete with a deck box and sleeves. I mean money. Okay. Brian was so coveting my box. The last <laughs> That's awesome. True. The la- okay, so I have been searching for these. For my EDH decks, I have them like, you know, what are they called? The white shoebox thingies that people keep cards in. Uh, they're called shoeboxes. Okay, the little shoe- yeah, the little shoeboxy things. So I have like a shoe-boxy small thing. shoeboxy. It's not the super long one. <laughs> Mine's not super long. It's short. So hmm. I have one of the shorter ones, and I have like three EDH decks in there because I... I like those, the mana symbol colored plastic ones is what I usually use. But there's no way you're getting an EDH deck in there. So mm-hmm. I had found finally like a good quality um, magnetic flip lid faux leather colored box for an EDH deck. And I brought it nice. and I was showing Brian and he for some reason was fascinated by the magnetic flippy sound that it made as it closed and Here's he was like thing. flipping it. He's like, this is so satisfying. <laughs> he would open and he would close it and he would be like, I like Brian's uh, new to things like magnets. <laughs> it is, it is something about magnets and engineers. Just, we just love to hear them go clicky clicky when they click together and you take a, I mean, they're, I have magnets all over my desk that I just sit and like, 
play with, and I've discovered, like, where to hold them on my computer to make my computer shut off, and where to hold them on my monitor to make my monitor shut off, and it's just all sorts of fun. Nice. It's a good thing you get paid to do that. Yup. It is. (laughs) There you go. that on my own time. So when I was ordering (laughs) the Kiki Jiki deck, I thought, you know what? I will get... Brian, a special magnetic flippy box that he can have that satisfying experience of opening and closing. I was I was thrilled with that. That's so nice. so so what I wanted to do is I want to talk about how it went, how the deck went, how how it is done, uh, cards that I've taken out, cards that I've put in, because uh, I've gotten to play it two nights now, so I've played a total of three games with it. Um, the first thing I did when I added the 35 basic mountains to get the land count up to where I thought it needed to be, uh, mm-hmm. I ended up at 103 cards. So I needed to cut three cards from the list. Uh, but that was pretty I pulled, easy. Uh, I pulled out uh, uh, Fiery Fall, uh, which was a six mana for five damage to a creature, uh, or mm-hmm. I could basic land cycle it, and I kind of justified it as, well, if I'm basic land cycling it for a mountain, I'd rather just have the mountain, so mountain. Hmm. Um, oh, what, Fiery Fall, did you say? Fiery Fall. <clears throat> um, I decided to uh, uh, also take out Curse of Merit Lage uh, because I had said that I wanted uh, Blue Hate in the deck, but I kind of wanted more. Uh, like, if no one's playing Blue, then this card really doesn't do anything. So it's like, all right, well, I'll just take it out for now. Hmm. Uh, and then uh, Kelvin Firebombers. Uh, because, <laughs> because, well, it, it felt mean to me destroying every, like everybody's land, but three land. That's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was overly mean. So I took that out. That's what I uh, said when we were building it, and you're like, yeah, it's fine. There's plenty of mean shit in there, though. Well, it is, but I mean, when when it came down to, I've got three cards that need to come out. You know what? Uh, what stays, what goes, and it was just like this card just feels uh, uh, unhappy. Um, <laughs> So, uh, so I, I played two uh, two games that night with that deck, and what I'm what I, uh, I learned what I did was I kept a hand that I had no business keeping, and basically all I did was just play Kiki Jiki and Kiki Jiki would die, play Kiki Jiki Kiki Jiki would die, and I wasn't drawing anything else really. Um, fortunately, I just luck sacked into the right combination of other players. Like no one was really paying attention to me. I'm in the middle of the I'm in the middle of the table and I'm not doing anything, mm-hmm. but no one's paying any attention to me. So when I start drawing gas, I don't want to play it because there's a lot of people with a lot of scary stuff. Oh, right. And I'm just kind of sitting there chilling, laying low, and just letting the giants bat each other down. And I'm thinking, okay, just play the the non-threatening stuff, and then I can start laying the the threatening stuff later. Right. Um, but what turns out was Eventually, I was just able to play Insurrection, steal everybody's creatures, and, and kill them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, really, the only spell that I resolved that mattered that whole game was an Insurrection. So, <laughs> which you won with, right? Yeah, which I won with, but it didn't really feel good. Um, <laughs> the second the the second game I played, things were like clicking. I mean, things were things were going awesome. Like, you know, I got a uh, Kiki Jiki with Solemn Simulacrum. It was like, pow, 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 get land nice. cards. Then I got Siege Gang Commander, and I was like, yeah, copy tokens, kill, 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 kill. Then I, when I got a Mere Battlesphere, I was like, yeah. So I dropped nice. the Mere Battlesphere, make a copy, get all these tokens, and 
Then, well, I got greedy, and it's like I emptied my hand of all my creatures. I was like, yeah, I'm taking control of this board. And then uh, oh, someone shit. cast Phyrexian Rebirth. Uh, they end up getting a 23-23 token. It's horrible. It's going to kill some people. Uh, I top deck a Thing Scourger, and it'll bounce the token back to his hand. Oh, right. Yeah. Sting Scourger, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I was able to, I was able to do some stuff like Cloudstone Curio. I was able to get out and like do some, some bounce shenanigans with the uh, Boogerton Hellkite, Cage Sun, but it never really recovered from that, uh, from that Phyrexian Rebirth. Yeah. Uh, I got my graveyard removed for some reason, like someone <laughs> bogged me. And then Aaron, Aaron Duvall cast Living Death. And it was like, <laughs> it was like he all of a sudden he had like thirty two twos come onto the battlefield, and I had nothing, and no one else had anything. So was, I had nothing. Yeah, you, you so, know what the best answer to living death is? What's that? Gather specimens. It's kind of hard in a mono red deck. <laughs> Other than that, though, good card. Techni minor technicality. Whatever. Minor technicality. Yeah, yeah, that's a gather, good card. Gather specimens is a fun, fun card. Yeah. Uh, That's the biggest so, issue I have with the mono red is that like you spit your whole hand out, and then when someone destroys everything, you're just kind of like, all right, I'm gonna sit here and do nothing the rest of the game. <laughs> that was, and so so here's so the first round of changes I made was um, uh, I pulled out uh, an anarchist uh, because he really only brought back four cards. I only had four sorceries. Oh. Uh, chain reaction, insurrection, ruination, and threaten. Mm -hmm. um, I was kind of was like, okay, well, getting back chain reaction, insurrection is, is kind of sweet. I was a little meh on the uh, on ruination because ruination like it destroys all uh, non basic lands, and then well, I don't want to keep casting that turn after turn after turn. Um, I pulled out glare wielder because I got a, a chance to play uh, play him, and he he didn't. Really, uh, for four mana, even with his evoke cost, uh, you know, it just it just didn't seem to do a whole lot. Uh, Heartless Sender, uh, he was useful because I was able to use him as a cheap bounce target for Cloudstone Curio. Mm -hmm. But I think I can probably find like a two mana cheap creature that does something more than just that. Right. Um, and then uh, Kelden Vandals. Um, as a 4-1 echo creature that when he comes to play destroy an artifact mm -hmm. uh, that one time I got into play I was really unhappy with having to pay the echo cost so there's a uh. Uh, manic vandal that does the same thing it's a 2-2 but it doesn't have the the, the echo. The echo so I was like okay I'm going to pull Kelton Vandals out and I'm going to play uh, manic Van I'm going to put manic vandals in instead mm -hmm. and then I didn't instead I put in uh, <laughs> Viachino Heretic Oh, yeah. It's the same casting cost, but he's reusable. He's like tapped uh, one red and one tapped destroy target artifact, and then he deals damage to the artifact's controller equal to the artifact's right. uh, total casting. I'm reading card text instead of oracle text. Converted <laughs> mana cost, yeah. Naughty Brian. Yeah, I'm reading it. Like I said, I'm reading card text. Uh, Flowstone Overseer for two red, red, red. It's a 4-4. Four, four. But he has the ability for red, red, target creature gets plus one, plus minus, one minus one until end of turn. So you can basically uh, mess with, I mean, you can mess with creatures' toughnesses. So, and if you have a toughness, and if you have enough red, you can just start killing creatures. And with mm -hmm. Gauntlet of Power, Cage Sun, and Extra Planal Lens, you're going to have some mana. <laughs> Absolutely. Nice. Um, I put in Kumano Master Yamabushi. 
to deal with uh, creatures that recur uh, because he's a he's what's that? I hate that card. My favorite card is Revelark, and that card just completely ruined my day. <laughs> so for three red red, uh, he's a legendary creature, human shaman. He's a four four. For one and a red, Kamano Master Yamabushi deals one damage to a creature or player, and then if a creature dealt damage by Kumano, this turn would be put into a graveyard, remove it from the game instead. No, Kumano doesn't have to kill a creature. It just has mm-hmm. to have dealt damage to it. Yeah. Um, so you can, you can if something's going to die in combat, you just ping it. And, <laughs> on its way out. Yeah, it's on its way out. And then I put in Steel Hellkite because I was having a problem with enchantments. And I figured this thing would um, be able to deal with, uh, Steel Hellkite can deal with enchantments by destroying those permanents. Right. So I played the deck again last week, and it won. So the deck is two for three. Um, was able to get out, uh, I will tell you, the the card that just went absolutely crazy was, what is it? It is not Urbrast the Hidden. It's the, it's the other guy, uh, the other red one from New Phyrexia. Chancellor of the Forge. Hmm. All right. So Kiki Jiki with Thornbite Staff and <laughs> Chancellor of the Forge. So Forge. Chancellor of the Forge is four red, 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 creature giant from New Phyrexia. Um, when you may reveal this. Eh, screw his first ability. Uh, the relevant one in this deck is when Chancellor of the Forge enters the battlefield, put X11 red goblin creature tokens with haste onto the battlefield where X is the number of creatures you control. <laughs> nice. With Thornbite Staff on Keeksters. Uh, he has uh, oh. equipped creature gets has eh, ping whatever, and the ability whenever a creature is put into a graveyard from play, untap this creature. Mm-hmm. So basically, I was able to untap Kikijiki a lot and mm-hmm. make copies of Chancellor of Forge, getting in more creatures, and eventually I was able to swing with like a ridiculous number of two twos because I had. Cage Sun. Yay. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so. So you think the changes were good? Well, I didn't run into a single card that I changed. So. Oh. I have, I've, have you, you, know, have you to, drawn Shivan Harvest yet? yet? Because I want to play that card. It just seems really good. I did. In the second game, I played it, and then it immediately got destroyed. Okay. Like, they naturalized it, and it was just like, okay, um, sure. <laughs> um, Shivan what? Shivan Harvest. The Harvest? They call us in a red, sack a creature, destroy target, non-basic land. Ah. Uh, yeah, like, I had people, I had people playing mono black, worrying about my spinal villain. It was, it was like, oh, he's got a spinal villain, we gotta kill it. And I'm like, I don't, what? I don't get it, but okay. Yeah, there was there was one point I had a um, what was the enchantment? I had a vicious shadows uh, lurking underneath my mad blind mountain. So I had this this brilliant plan of getting out getting out vicious shadows and then uh, uh, hitting uh, uh, with a big chain reaction because I had a chain reaction in my hand. <laughs> but it's like vicious shadow comes up, they kill vicious shadows, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. So, uh, all in all, I mean, again, two out of three is is pretty good. Um, I'd love if anybody wants to log on. I got the deck in tappedout.net. I think it was in the show notes last episode. Um, I'd love suggestions. 
Uh, one of the problems I'm noticing is if Kiki Jiki's not firing, then the deck kind of has a tendency to sputter out. Hmm. Uh, so some way of untapping him, like, uh, what is it, that, uh, that, uh, equipment that lets you, what is it, Umbro Mantle? Umbro Mantle. Might yeah. be adding him, but something to, something to That's untap. a good one. Yeah, it was just artifact choices that you could do. Well, you're yes. playing like liquid metal coating, throwing a voltaic key for laughs. Yeah. Uh, there was one guy, uh, Juki, uh, Jiku Saber. Uh, we've, we've gone back and forth a little bit. He's really unhappy about my choice of liquid metal coating. Um, he suggests also uh, using Starstorm instead of Chain Reaction. Starstorm mm -hmm. is uh, an instant for X, red, red. Uh, Starstorm, Starstorm deals X damage to, uh-oh, 111 points. That's pretty mm. good. Sorry, words with friends. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, it came in. They got 111 points on one play. It's like, look at this, yeah. On one play, or is that a total? One word. Whoa, what was the word? Liquor. Oh, on a triple? With a, with a Q, not the, you know, eight oh. points. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. All right. What about like a, it's like a Q on a like a triple word with a triple right. letter or something? Nice. Wow. What about yeah. a what about the card gamble? I guess it gives you like a tutor. The search for a card library for a card, put it in your hand, then discard a card at random, shuffle your library afterward. Maybe. Hmm. Not bad. You know, I was it like, it feels like you really want to tutor up like a Thornbite Staff or something that'll double your mana. That way you ha you can play all these expensive spells or activate yeah. Heal up. You really need mana. Well, gam gamble's, gamble's not doesn't, bad. Doesn't Godo dig up an equipment? Uh, yes, Godo does. Why not throw him in there? He'll get the stuff for you. Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, someone said Godo Bandit uh, Warlord. Fording Dragon. As a, as a way of uh, tutoring up artifacts also. Mm -hmm. uh, clone shell as a way of getting uh, getting uh, getting creatures cheating creatures out. So I mean, it was some pretty good ideas. But then he wanted uh, he was like I said he was he was arguing with me about the inclusion of Mog fanatic and liquid metal coating. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, suggestions, please. Well, I welcome them. Uh, we playing. I'll be playing it again tomorrow night. Um, and yeah, cool. You yeah. think it's a good deck? It's it's. We've received some comments. Like one guy made uh, was it on Facebook or sent an email uh, to us saying it, uh, he made it and played it and it was pretty good. Cool. So, he. I wonder if, how many cards he had to buy, or if he just had them lying around. Hmm. I don't know. Let me see. Let me see if I can find that email. Uh, oh, yeah, he had a crazy name. It wasn't like a real name. Oh, here we go, Spider Demon. Spider Demon. It says, hey, guys, I build... Uh, hey, guys, I build you... Uh, I, okay. Hey, guys, I build your guys Kiki Jiki EDH, and it's pretty good. And then I said, glad you like it, made some tweaks, here's the link, uh, and then he responds, um, 
if you really want to be a dick to the blue mage, you should run a card called War's Toll. Hmm. War's Toll. War's Let's Toll. See. So, War's Toll. War's Toll. It is a enchantment for a red and three colors. Whenever an opponent taps a land for mana, tap all lands that player controls. If a creature an opponent controls attacks, all creatures that opponent controls attacks if able. So that means that the that they can't have any blue up for any uh, control mat or uh, counter spells. Yep. During somebody else's turn. Pretty cool. Oh. That's mean though. What's going on in the Facebook link in the in the chat window? The great, great pork shop search. What's going on in the Facebook window is you're finding out why I've been so quiet for the last 15 minutes. Uh, I was wondering if Debbie was even here anymore. I was just like, oh. I know. I, I saw an email come in about the fa about the pork chop search. I'm I like, wow, we're we're recording and already the, uh, the web for cartoon pork chops and milk cartons. <laughs> and you found it. There's already a milk carton with a missing pork chop picture on the side on Facebook while we're recording. That's here. I, How did that happen? That's an I blame Isamaru. Noted. May the grand pork chop search start. Yep. What is going on? <laughs> you guys have the greatest listeners. They must like keep an eye out when you post to Facebook <laughs> and know that that means you're recording. Recording, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys? Do you guys? Um, what sort? Of, have you guys been getting getting a lot of feedback on y'all show? Uh, not particularly. We get a few comments on MTG Cast. We do have a website, hordeofnotions.com, cheap plug. Um, plug. But it, it's really just links back because we're getting, we don't have uh, enough bandwidth to post the cast there. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, we've, we've got a ridiculously high number of listeners. I won't say how many because Christian will say, yeah, I'll edit that out. And then I'll listen to it when it hits MTG Cast <laughs> in about six months and it won't be edited out. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'll edit in someone else saying so uh, five. Wait, wait. Do so you know how many? You know how many listeners you have? Yeah, yeah they send uh, the email. Chris Otwell sends it out. Yeah. Oh, you mean the downloads thing? Yeah. yeah. Christian and I. Christian and I had a discussion about that. I think it. I think that number is lies. I think it's inflated for sure. At least yeah, for us. He, he claims it isn't. I sent him an email and I was like, "Is this number real for mine and Trevor's and Pat's?" Because. I was like, there's no way that many people actually did that. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, it just seems, it seems high. It seems really high. My, my, I mean, for us, it sounds believable. My argument... No, was, I'm sorry. For us, it does not sound believable. My argument is there's probably a lot of people that subscribe to, like, the uh, MTG cast feed and just download everything and then just I totally one. agree with that. Probably they just don't care. Nah. Like I'll just delete that because there's so much. So instead of setting it to selectively download the ones that you want, they just get everything. I think that's what they do because I think on uh, on iTunes, one of the easiest things to do is to is to just subscribe to the MTG Cast, whatever. It's not called a feed, but subscribe to them, and then um, del like you said, delete out what you don't listen to because that's actually what I do. The easiest way to do it is on your BlackBerry and use the BlackBerry Podcasts app, and it you can choose it, set it to download episodes of whichever shows you want. 
Well, no, you can do that too on iTunes. But but what Brian and I are saying is that what people do is they just they subscribe to the MTG Cast feed, and then maybe they'll listen to like one episode of a new podcast, and then make a determination as to whether they're going to listen to it. And then afterward, they would just delete it out if they didn't. So what you're saying is, if you subscribe to MTG Cast, you're also subscribing to all the MTG Casts, yes, so it downloads like, them all. Yes, it's like a parent-child thing. So the parent yeah. is MTG Cast. But how long would you do that before deleting? I mean, who wants to just fill their entire I do because every night when I go to bed it downloads all the MTG cast stuff and then if I if a, if it's a podcast that I don't listen to because I sort it by podcast name if it's a podcast I don't listen to I just delete it yep that means all the mm-hmm. hold of notions have been deleted from your iPod <laughs> no yeah, I actually have not, I have not I won't lie I haven't listened to it but I haven't deleted it you're on the bubble uh, I don't know. I, I you said nice. I got a shout out. I'm totally gonna listen to it. You yeah. have several shout outs. Um, that's not several shouts of out. Several okay. shouting outings. Shouting outings. A cast that might possibly mention my name. That's the only criteria I use. And limited resources. Uh, what what that's percentage a good one of your content would you estimate is kissing, clapping, eggnog, or bukkake? Mm. Uh, unfortunately, I would say about 8%. <laughs> that's a good, that's a respectable number. We that's, can a work res- on that. that's a respectable number. We can I'm, work on that. I'm going to go with Raising zero. It. <laughs> zero? Okay. And, that's why I, 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 and that's why I haven't listened to what, I forget right, the right. podcast because it totally, it escapes my mind. But whatever podcast Andrew's on, that's why I haven't. Try to do better next time, Andrew. I'm kidding. <laughs> Andrew's podcast, I always forget the name of it because their name for their the Bajuka blog name is so witty. <laughs> so awesome. The Bajuka blog. I do know. Okay, hold on. I know it. I know it. It's, um, it's Covenant of Minds. There you go. Hey. But I think of it as the Bajuka blog podcast because it's funny. What's funny about uh, the name of Chris's is that me and Trevor were sitting down and we're like, we need a name. And, like, mm. we doubled, like, we, we, like, checked, like, eight times to see if Covenant Minds was taken. But we also had to check, like, four times to make sure Horde of Notions. And it would have been really awkward if we both sent in a podcast in the same week. <laughs> well, I thought, what an awesome idea for a podcast. It's just going to be a bunch of people sitting around brainstorming deck ideas. Yeah, I was, I was like, it was crazy because those were two names. Like, people like to be creative and use magic cards and stuff, like, for articles and for podcasts. And I was like, there's no way. Like, those two have to be taken. They're great. But... <laughs> and now they are. Yay. Yay. <laughs> we like so, to work the opposite way. We came up with our name, and our goal is to make the podcast so awesome that they name a magic card after us. After us. <laughs> That's our goal? Yeah, it's the other way around. Yeah, we're like 3% of the way there. It's going to be an unhinged. <laughs> 3% of the way there. Right now, that if the card Bukaki ever comes out, it's an auto four of in every deck I go. It'll be one of those special Probably. Christmas ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because eggnog. Gross. Yeah. It'll be a white instant. <laughs> white instant. <laughs> My favorite white instant. Oh, wait. No, it's a white instant with storm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. nice. Yes. Lovely. Um. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Andrew's still having a hard time with that one. Jeez. <laughs> anyway. Um, yes, anyway. Moving on. <laughs> If you're struggling for topics, one that we toyed with on um, Horde of Notions but never really got around to was building the emo deck. Empire Last Raider. (laughs) 
<laughs> Auto I, I was thinking Rakdos right knife would be pretty cool in there too. Yeah, yeah. It, it even Slice has and dice. Answers. The flavor text on Vampire Lacerators is the most like depressing thing I've ever read. You want to read it? Or? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. The lacerators cut themselves before each hunt. They must feed before the sun rises or bleed to death. Jesus. Like, yeah. It openly says they cut themselves. It's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. So it's identity crisis. This deck is like five colors and none of the cards are very... <laughs> That's kind of uh, uh, emo, right? None of them are very good. None of them feel good about themselves. None of them feel good about themselves. Or <laughs> well, hatred needs to go in there. All right. Hatred, self, I, I cast it on myself. So of, <laughs> well, I cast it on my parents. Right. Yeah. So speaking of five colors, not really. This is just a totally unrelated tangent. Did we ever talk about each of us building a monocolored EDH deck? And then playing it against each other. And have like a prismatic star EDH yeah, game. Yeah, so I was reading an article um, by Ben McDowell on Gathering Magic about the, what's it called? Pentagram? Pent Pentagram. Pentagram. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking. Because we've done we that had, without EDH. You were without EDH, but obviously um, I'm calling What's Pentagram? Right Is that like prismatic? I'm well, Deb. Right? Deb. Green. Calling Green. Hang on. I have already <laughs> pre-ordered. <laughs> The five uh, commander decks. Oh yeah, that they're coming out with this summer. Yeah, but we want to build our own. Well, we can do both. Yeah, and you just happen to have yeah, five Debbie. people on the cast tonight. So, what's the difference between prismatic and uh, whatever else are you talking about? Pentagram. Prismatic. Yeah. Prismatic is uh, like a two hundred and fifty or three hundred card format where you have to play like fifty cards of each color. Oh, I thought it was just you have to play one person of every color in a five-person game, and each person has one of the five colors. No, there's just there's star or pentagram, and one of the... Well, the thing the, with the pentagram oh. is that you have to sit in... It's, it's like star, and then you have to sit in the order of the magic card <coughs> back thing. You know the thing? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the color wheel? It's is that thingy. what you... Yeah, the magic color wheel on the back of the card. Yeah, so you have to sit there, and you are by definition allies with your with the people by your side, and then you're with so it's like your it's a, yeah, colors. so it's like star. And since Chris um, was trying to weasel his way into that just now, <laughs> said, <laughs> uh, and you just happen to have five people on the podcast tonight, and I don't have any objection to that. If you guys don't, okay. I think that we should do that. And what does that mean? We have to play it online. Uh, we don't have to play it online. online. We could we could actually play it remotely. Like have a hologram of Chris Lansdale? Yes. No, you mean like what on like Magic Workstation or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Cockatrice would be the easiest way. I don't think Workstation supports multiplayer. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, so. I was sitting here thinking. I was just like, man, this is going to be expensive. It's going to be free on Cockatrice, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. We should have. That would be pretty cool to have it recorded online, and then we can. Uh, and not not video so much, but we'll just have a play by play. I always thought that would be kind of cool, like of like a like you know how you listen to baseball on the radio, but magic. Yeah. Huh. Did I mention that I called Green? I think. Did we you call Green? I never would have it to you, Debbie. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I would be equally happy with white, but you know, green or white, either one. All right, let's, I, will, I think we should play that. I think we should make Christian be blue. Nah. 
Okay. Well, ever since that color or uh, color episode, I think oh, I man. could do it. <laughs> well, seeing as how I'm the interloper, I'll let you guys pick, and I'll just take whatever's left. I will take the sloppy fifth. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are we gonna make fifths? Brian play Kiki Jiki? Yes. <laughs> well, Brian's red. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Curse of Merit Lage back in. <laughs> Wait a minute. Nah, I think I think one oh, of the I things you gotta it. do is you can't do any overtly blatant color hoser cards. Mono Red could run like Boil and uh, Flash Fires and just bone each other deck. Yeah, if you well, read uh, if you read Ben's article, that's actually one of the the kind of unwritten rules is that you don't play any single color hoser card. Well, well, doesn't that? I thought that that would make it. I mean, each color it does really good against other colors because of that, and every color has two colors that are its enemies that are going to be doing it back. Yeah, we're talking about specific cards that shut down an entire. Color. One color. Right, right. I'll tell you what, if but you yet, want to do that, everybody has those, so it's you, even. You either ban those or I'm playing blue. And exactly. Then I, will throw, I will throw in Mind Warp. Uh, oh, because you can, uh, yeah, color spray it or whatever. <laughs> and just sit there and Christmas buy it back. Spray it. Boil, destroy yeah. all forests, bitches! <laughs> oh, so yeah, yeah, I guess that's a little not fair. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we still want to actually play a game. Instead of just being miserable. Yeah. Well, we get the games over quicker. I mean, the problem with EDH, I want to have an episode about this. Um, EDH games usually end similarly. Like, the first hour is very exciting and a lot of fun. Then after a while, it just gets, like, there's, like, a couple of creatures out. Everybody's out of gas. Everybody's like, oh, I cast this one creature. It also does draw me a card. And then it's like, eh. So, Christian, you're saying you lack stamina. Um, Actually, I think Christian is saying that it, it, it's a riddle. How is an EDH game like the Amish card show podcast? <laughs> it's really awesome for the first hour, and the, the last two hour hours really are kind awesome. of meh. The middle is kind of like, eh, okay. And by the end, everyone's going, please, God, just make it end somehow. I don't care. <laughs> oh, do you like how I took a lot of that out of the last episode? So now it kind of seems like it's kind of hip at the end. It's not really. No, because that's actually kind of our, our thing. Well, I left a little bit of the, uh, <laughs> I left the part in where I was like, okay, thank you, that, uh, thank you for listening. Oh, and one more thing, and Brian's like, shut up, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> End the podcast. Make it, it stop. Make it stop. So who wants what color? Apart from, we know Debbie's green, this is not, this is not I'll a do, news but I will, my second choice is white. I would take white if nobody else wants it. If somebody really wants green. And nobody I wants feel like in our group, I've somehow automatically, everyone associates me with blue because I'm the only one who runs a counterspell. Like, Marky at the pre-release was like, oh, you must have counterspells in your hand. And I'm like, I'm just playing a Bant deck. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have counterspells in your hand? Yes, I had Mystic Snake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mystic Snake, Mystic Snake, Draining Welcome, Overwhelming Intellect in my hand. All right, well, there, there we go. There you go. Okay. You bad, bad man. See, I, I think... I actually like the, the the well. The first part of the game is kind of fun and exciting, but the last part of the game, like after it's been going on for about an hour, mm-hmm. that part is actually the interesting part because, and maybe this is why you don't like it, is because there's a lot more thinking going on that you have. No, to make. no, I'm, no I'm there's nothing. There's less going on, or period. It's not that there's less going on. There's actually a lot going on. It's just. 
everything is significant. There's two, there's two mystic owls and a wall going on because there's been so many wrath of gods and everybody's hand is done because they cast everything that they could and it's just ramp, ramping spells like somebody will cultivate and the next person is going to do something to go grab a land. It's not as exciting. And then you have like, and nobody wants to attack because there's just like, and somebody's got like a little combo going on. And somebody's got a little, another little combo that just all they can do is just kind of stay around or deal two damage if they want to leave themselves open. And it just fizzles. But I generally build like all my decks. Like I learned when I first started playing with you guys, I was really nervous. and I didn't want to offend anybody. So I never attacked. But now I just don't give a, like I give a damn. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm attacking. Like I don't care if I lose, but someone's going to win this game. I don't remember that. So is that like a 20 second latency no, between the first, when you the, the first game we played <laughs> i was just like i was just like i don't want to offend anybody i told trevor afterwards i was just like yeah, that didn't last very long yeah it lasted a game and then i was like all right they don't really care so as long as i'm not rude about it i guess i'm i'm free to attack and not be confined in my little chair and 6 inch table space yeah i can actually tell you that if you build up a huge force and don't attack people get really pissed off <laughs> <laughs> like a big collection of green creatures. Well, there's there's half the people who who say that um, who are who are afraid that um, that you're doing something sneaky, and then there's the other half of people who are just offended by the by the fact that you've got a huge force and are doing nothing with it. Hmm. So I I don't mind that so much because it creates a a puzzle that I have to solve. You know, how can I? Well, you, 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 it seemed like you were in the boat with the rest of us, being like, "Okay, this is lasting forever." Well, I get, I get that way, and I think you know, it's like I, I get there and I'm like, "This is, this is miserable. This is miserable. This is miserable." But at the same, at the same time, though, it's you look at it as a challenge. I'm looking at it as I'm constantly trying to figure out how can I pull this out because I do enjoy winning. I do like to win. Sure. And I like it when I can do it in a clever way, like like Sting Stings was it Sting Scourger in that mm -hmm. deck with Kiki Jiki has been an MVP because mm -hmm. I'll sit there and it's like there's this guy and he'll cast uh, uh, Avenger of Zendikar and then he'll cast Vigor and it's like then he'll swing at somebody. He's like, haha, my tokens are just going to get bigger and sting Scourger to the rescue. Vigor, back in the hand. You block Does he have away. flash? Uh, no, but Kiki Jiki has. Right, right. Has, has. Make a, yes, has tap. <laughs> has tap. I was just checking. Um, so, I mean, it just, <laughs> it just, it creates, I, I like, I like the late game puzzle. Uh. Cool. But it is, it is frustrating. It is What's the frustrating part of it is the, the put me out of my misery part of it is <laughs> the duration of the turns. Like there was one game with the Kiki Jiki deck where it took 25 minutes. My turn was literally draw three three mountains, okay, because there was uh, like like two Howling Mines in play. Draw three lands, play my mountain, pass my turn, and it took almost a half an hour to come back to me. Hmm. And See, I, at the same time, was in a three-person EDH game. I think we did two or three games while you guys were playing this. <laughs> yeah, and it was miserable, and this was the game that I won, and I enjoyed the the, the mental aspect of trying to figure it out. Uh, but you didn't like the time between but turns. Once I, once I had figured it out, and I was like, this is my strategy, I still had 20 minutes to wait. Right. And I just kind of sat there, and I was like, I don't want to open my mouth, because if I open my mouth to talk. That's not what she said. 
<laughs> and BTW, was I in this game? It's no. quiet. You okay, so, so it wasn't no. me, right? No, this was not you. This was a six-player EDH game. The guy to my left, or the guy to my right, uh, Carlos, okay, I got nothing against the guy, you know, but holy balls. <laughs> The guy can take a turn. What? The guy, Judge, I'd the like guy you to work up a slow play. Oh, my goodness. It was just like like he didn't even think of it. Was, I, think, I think he did not plan of what he was going to do for his turn until his turn actually began. Like, he's like, oh, hmm, let's take a look. Like, see. Oh, well, let's. Well, now. We'll take some peepsies at this hand. Yeah, and you know, it's, play. It's, been, it's been 20 minutes since I last. Or 15 minutes since I last started my turn, and I completely forgot what was in my hand. So let me look at it again, and and it was just it was just like I kind of look and I was like, "Are you done?" And then he turned it in like uh, Fasini from uh, from the Princess Bride. I'm just getting, you know, it's like you'd like to think I'm just getting started. You know, and so I'm just sitting there and I'm just like. All right, well, I tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and draw my land and lay it and say, go, okay? He's like, no, 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 I'm not done yet. I'm like, okay. So I just sit there, and I look at him, and I was like, I'm going to cheat now, okay? And he's like, what are you talking about? I just kind of, like, look at the top card of my library. So you can start the thinking yeah, so process of your turn? So I can start, start the thinking process. And as I look at it, it's a land, and I'm like, oh, I'm miserable. <laughs> that means it's going to be 45 like, minutes you done? You done? minimum. He's like, yeah, and I just take the land, and I flip it over half-heartedly. Go, you know, <laughs> start the clock, you know, 20 minutes before I get to lay my next land. Sucks, dude. Yeah, but I won, which is all that's mad. I don't mind yeah, long turns go. if people seem like they're actually doing something productive. Right. But like yeah. when it's someone's taking like a long chatting, turn, <laughs> and they're just sitting there and like they're just thinking and they're like not playing anything, and then you're like, "Are you done?" Like, "No, I'm thinking." What if they're telling a story? It depends yeah, on how really interested everyone story. else is in the story. What if everybody at the table except for Brian is interested? <laughs> uh, I think it's okay then. Exactly. Thank you. Well, we right. have a ruling. Sorry, Brian. We have a ruling. <laughs> Miserable. Appeal. You can't appeal. Andrew's the head judge of ruling on churn stuff. <laughs> so did, did we figure out who's doing what? And then we have uh, blue and I'm green and or white. You're, you're green and or white? Yeah, like if so, if nobody wants white and somebody else really wants green, I'll do white because I like them. I actually want white. I want, I'd like to do white. I'll do blue because that means that there won't Let's be any bribery. Chris is going to end up with red. Eh. Uh, I'll do red. I don't care. <laughs> oh, not Andrew. Did I say Andrew or Chris? You said Chris. Chris. Okay, yeah, Chris is going to end up with red. This is EDH, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, if, if Andy's going to take red, then I'm quite good with black because, you know, there's no Andrew, way did you back. Andrew, did you really want blue? Oh, no, I don't care. I was just, I'll take red. It doesn't really bother me. I'm going to make the, the dumbest deck. So. 
Like, <laughs> you have to include Radiate. It's the greatest EDH code. Radiate, and no one's going to enjoy what's happening when this happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm for sure I've already done like this. Are you going to do, like, what is it? Uh, what's that What's that one where everybody swaps a permanent when it comes in? We're going to be uh, Nor in the Wary. <laughs> nor in the Wary, complete, just utter chaos. Nice. Man. So you're uh, seriously giving me mono black control? I mean, mono black? Oh, no. <laughs> On cockatrice, where money is no object? All right, so One-Eyed Willie is my general. <laughs> you have Imperial Seal over here, Black Mox over here. Yeah, Mox Jet, one band. They're banned, yeah. For EDH? Yeah. Good. Because <laughs> I don't have any. Hmm. I should get at least one mox. I've been playing long enough. Yeah, do I have... I think I might be able to get one with store credit. Oh, but I won't be able to get the commander stuff. Rats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one card or five decks. Choices. Yeah, Choices. yeah it, does, it, it hardly seems... Uh... It hardly seems reasonable or rational when you when you. It'll be nice to have those uh, all those pre-constructed um, EDH decks. And the cool thing about them is you can use one of the three generals, unless there's even more legends in there. There, and I then think you can choose. You know, you can wedge. swap them out. Yes, they are. Right, right. So there's three wedge legendary creatures that are featured on the front that oh, you can we... use interchangeably as the generals. They previewed right. or they got one of the new legends already. Yeah, the angel. The angel. We don't know its power or toughness, but we know all its abilities. Yeah. Like do a, you have Do you have that? Because I remember its abilities, but I don't remember. Yeah. Why don't you read it out? Because I'm not one I don't of the, know the name that of the, knows. It's either two red white or red white. Uh, spells can't be cast during combat. Pay a red target creature attacks this turn if able. Do nice. No, doesn't interest me. Yeah, it, it's, I don't know, it's, Boros is gonna, like, there's not a general in Boros that makes you want to play it, and that doesn't help either. So. Spells hmm. can't be cast during combat? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but, I guess. <laughs> I'm warning you now, Debbie, Omnath has a walking target. But that's not cool, first of all. And second of all, uh, Omnath is always a walking target. <laughs> Did, okay, I don't know if but that is not true because it, It's not true because I have a, I have a way to make Omnath not a walking target. Really? I do. Don't play him? Asceticism? <laughs> you a target? Oh, that's cute. You guys think I'm talking about a magic card. I'm talking about metagame. I'm talking Smacking about you. bribery and or pouting. <laughs> and or. Well, pouting won't oh. work over Cockatrice unless you plan to engage a video chat. That's why you move on to the bribery. She's going to initiate a video chat or send a pic. Did any of you play in the game where Trevor was playing one of his decks and I just, any, like, I didn't do anything until someone targeted Trevor and then I would kill the person that targeted Trevor? That's what's going to happen cute. now. I'm going to sit there and just be Debbie's knight. Aww. Yay. Anything that poor, poor that happens to Debbie. The wind beneath my wings. Andrew's the wind beneath. He's the red wind beneath my green wings. Aw. Right. So cute. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we have any shout-outs? 
Of course, uh, I do. Yeah. Jars. Okay, good. Got that one over with. Just kidding. Love you, Jars. I haven't heard from him in a while. What's up with that? Were we supposed to have Tosis? Well, the thing is, is he was available last recording because he was, um, I guess, in the hemisphere in the t- same time zone, and uh, he didn't. Oh. He didn't let me know this time that he was available. So. And he said he might not be because it, he was available because it was the time zone change. Because, so. But we hope to have him on sometime. Okay. That'd be oh, nice. oh. Debbie's got baby stuff. Baby yeah. stuff. Yeah, that BS. Baby yes. stuff. <laughs> baby stuff. You mean booby suckage? <laughs> That's what I understood it tended to. Uh. It could be that also. Um... <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> so, shout-outs. Chris, what you got? Uh, okay, Jack, Noyan, and Adina from the most awesome podcast, Horde of Notions. Uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to the guys on the A-team uh, because they're awesome. Shout-out to Jonathan Medina for agreeing to come on the Horde of Notions. And a final shout-out to Noel de Cordova from The Mothership, who awesome. exclusively revealed on Avant Card Show will soon be a guest host on Horde of Notions. Really? Cool. You heard it here first. No shit. He's no. like my favorite author. You didn't hear it here first. You heard it other places first. It might have been said here first. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're forgetting editing lag. <laughs> you, you, right. might have heard it, you might have heard it here last, but it was said here first. More importantly, <laughs> you heard here first that Frexton Mana is pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, you weren't here for that, but Frexy Mana is, is pretty good. Yeah, we're spoiling that. So don't tell anybody because we want it to be a surprise when the podcast yes. comes out. Ah, oui, well, uh, you know, I can be uh, Guillaume Matignon. Uh, would you like to know what is in the trail? I can tell you. Somebody's going to spoil the avant garde God book, and there's just going to be hell to pay. Is that French or pirate? I'm trying to figure it out. It was Pepe Le Pew, right? It's Pepe, Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew. Uh-huh. 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 Mon chéri, why do you run from me? <laughs> the beautiful lady. I kiss on your hand. I can tell you that in the next set, there will be forest. <laughs> a forest? Possibly also a mountain. No, there are no mountains. There are so there is no just the main sculpture. Which seems fine. Sculpture. <laughs> oh, nice. God, what a <laughs> Can somebody please make it stop? Somebody stop me. Well, that is that usually means that we're about an hour from stopping. Is when somebody says, "God, somebody says, make it please stop." Please make Batman stop. <laughs> right, then that means I've we're going to close up in about this week, guys. Oh, I went hey, the, that's right. I went through the Facebook, and this week I have chosen Jeremy King. Because hey. uh, Jeremy in November said he's been out of Magic for a while and started playing just because of you guys. Because I wasn't <gasps> around in November. I always oh. like that guy. We haven't heard from him in a while. I know. Jeremy he King, think where we are you? We've got to put him on another uh, milk carton, too, along with the pork chops. <laughs> where is Jeremy King? So I also want to shout out to uh, this. You guys wouldn't know because he hasn't emailed you, but he emailed the Covenant of Minds email saying that he listens to Covenant of Minds and Avant Card. And we shout mm. out to him on Covenant of Minds. His name is Mike Shippy. And he plays League of Legends with me all the time. He likes his uh, double Andrew goodness. Yeah, he likes that. IT Omar Hernandez on Twitter also <laughs> likes double Andrew goodness. So Nice. I know. And Tan- 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 double Andrew. Tangent is a big fan of your guys, by the way. 
and yeah, Sir cool. Berto, the Beamy. Yep, both of them sung up your praises like crazy on uh, Manuscrew the other day. Which oh. I'm all- oh, shit. Really? Yep. Awesome. Well, wow. I'm all pop- they love us. Oh, and she's not a warm pop- fuzzy. All right. <laughs> well, uh, isn't that nice of them? Okay. Um, I want to say this this weekend at uh, at Star City Open, uh, uh, we had. So I'm going to get kind of judgy for a second. We had we had Matt Williams and uh, Michael Lopez uh, both uh, pass their L2 tests. Yay! And we also Woo. had uh, Joshua uh, uh, Ryle Rule uh, pass his L1. And then we had a guy uh, from Merritt Island named Travis, don't remember his last name, just show up out of the blue. And just, uh, he, you know, he coordinated with the guys. If he could come in and work as an L0, he showed a, a, lot, of, a lot of promise. Tested, passed also. I like that Brian's like, we had Matt Williams and we had Michael Lopez. And then we had some dude named Travis from, like, Myrtle <laughs> Beach who showed up. <laughs> I thought it was the subway. It's like, it's like, okay, so Michael Lopez is from Miami. <laughs> Billy Willie is from Tampa. Uh, Joshua is from Polk County. And then, I mean, really, it's like I knew all these guys before. And then Travis was just like completely out of the room. He was a sniper. Almost like a a walk on. And he's just transient. He came in and sniped the judge test. Yeah, basically. Which is fine. I got a lot of respect for people that do that kind of thing because that's exactly how the last time Star City was in. I just kind of walked in and was like, hey, you know, maybe can I wander around and, like, hand some people some game losses? I want to be a judge. Can I hand out some game losses? Hand out some game losses? (laughs) Oh, speaking of which, I remember, like, um, I had to give uh, this really cool uh, old guy, uh, like a year when I was doing my, my L0 stuff, I had to give him a, a, a game loss for uh, a deck deckless mismatch back then. Uh, De- deckless who? Deck deckless mismatch. Oh. Basically, he presented an illegal deck to his opponent because he dropped some cards on the floor prior to uh, uh, part, uh, presenting. And Did he know that they were on the floor? Probably not. Well, I mean, he was he was just like it's like he was like all oh, these are on the floor, and it's like I felt horrible about it because it's like was, I'm L zero, you know, it's like it's like oh this is going to be hard because he's this really cool old guy, and you know I'm ruining his day. I feel horrible about this, but he was out there this week and he's just laughing it up. And we're we were talking about. It. He's like, yeah, I thought you looked familiar. And it's like, hey. So well, nice. He wasn't pissed. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, after a year, you'd figure you'd get over it. <laughs> I remember you. You never know, because at home, he might be, like, putting on lipstick and reading that list and cleaning his shotgun. <laughs> if if we're telling it. Judge Stories, no, Debbie, the very first tournament I organized back when you <laughs> didn't have lipstick. to be anything to organize a tournament, uh, we got we had nine players show up, so the cutting to top eight was fun. Um we got to the finals, and both players had pre-sideboarded. So I'm like, okay. there is absolutely no way I'm turning the finals into a one-game affair. And then I told him, take him out, shuffle up. This is a very strong warning, because we were at like the lowest REL this few years ago. So they shuffled him up again. And the, first, the guy draws his opening hand. Oh, I forgot to take this one out. 
<laughs> I, don't, I don't pretend to know what the, the IPG and all that was more than Game a loss. year and a half ago. <laughs> so... So looks like uh, Debbie, you got to get bo- you got a boogie. Yeah, I got to run. Well, it's, uh, not so, it's not so any. much that I have a hungry baby; it's that my husband is convinced I have a hungry baby, and he's going, "You have to, you have to come feed your child now. Come on, wrap up your podcast. Let's go." Enough of that giblins and wizardry. Enough of that giblins and wizardry nonsense. <laughs> and I'm like, "Where's my sandwich?" Because <laughs> actually, he brought me Taco Bell. So, can he make awesome. me a pork chop? Uh, I, yeah. How was he with pork don't chops? Don't you worry. Well, first of all, he's fantastic with anything grilling related. But nice. Andrew, we have the combined resources of all of the fives of avant garde listeners <laughs> on, on the great pork chop search Half of 2011. The five, the fives and fives of them. <laughs> so okay. Nice. So we're good. Right. Fives and fives. <laughs> And dozens and half There's dozens. There's fives and fives and fives of them. <laughs> nice. So. Well, all right, everybody. Uh, this is the longest caller that any radio show has ever taken. <laughs> we, like, answered the caller in, um, like an Which hour and a half Christian's ago. Christian's way of saying get out. Uh, uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you've been on you've been on the phone for a while now. Kristen kidding. uses me, abuses me, and then kicks me out. It's almost like yes. getting married again. Oh. <laughs> That's exactly oh. what it's like. It's exactly like being married to Christian. <laughs> Not that nice. I would know. Yeah, wait a minute. That was an old. Yeah. So, so what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's more like what happens in Massachusetts. Isn't it legal up there? Oh, my God. That actually scares me because I just almost said, well, it's more like what happens in Massachusetts stays in Massachusetts. And I was just getting ready to open my mouth to say it. And then well, Chris voiced my thought, and it freaked me out. Uh-oh. What else thoughts do you see in there, Chris? Well, it clearly it, he, he's got a block because he uh, he doesn't like Omneth, which is, you know, crazy, <laughs> crazy talk. So he's avoiding a whole 20% of your brain. Yeah, he's avoiding he the portion there. of my brain that is focused on Omnath, which looks <laughs> all Omnath like all the time. most of I, my brain. Unfortunately, the self-image portion of your brain is, is locked away, uh, so I can't <laughs> see the interesting stuff. Um, it's okay. I can hold it up to a mirror, like all those classy Facebook photos, and uh, take a picture that way. <laughs> With duck face? Yes. <laughs> oh, duck my face. God. Don't, okay, let's not get started on duck face. Let's save that for another... Another Uh-oh. episode. Is that not as sexy as it sounds? Oh, you're talking about how girls make that face it's when they take awful. Oh, okay. It is awful. I'm going to wow. take like 50 pictures tonight. I'm on my cell phone in my bathroom mirror with that face. With tuck face. Nice. <laughs> I'm gonna you got to have like a little bit of a reflection in the mirror That's... that can see that you have a thong on, yeah. but you can only see it like in the reflection of the mirror. Please don't. Behind you. Please <laughs> do. I'm going to be flexing in the mirror like, with my face. Please do. We have one vote for and one vote against. Christian, how do you vote? <laughs> Pro-thong. I'm all about thong. There you go. We have two for Chris. Do you want to make it a tie? If or he wears want, a thong, jump I... Band again? You if if he it? wears a thong, I wear a thong. Oh, oh, man. oh. He's throwing down the gauntlet. It's I want to switch my, uh, my vote. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to change your vote. <laughs> Oh, Debbie just threw up in her mouth a little. Not at all. I actually would like to see this. She's like, this is hot. It is hot. 
<laughs> if you can find a man thong that fits me, I have no problem taking a picture and posting it on Facebook. You apparently missed Woo. the episode that was all about the leopard man thong dude with the mullet. Yep. <laughs> I'm so bad I, I did. <laughs> oh, no, That's not making not. him want to go back and listen to that. I did not I, miss the episode with the Spider-Man <laughs> cosplay, however. No, I will, I will find it, and I will send it to you, and you will enjoy it. Nice. And it or is else. awesome. Or else. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. This has been... Episode 36. There's a lot of things I could have put in that spot. This has been... A train wreck. Uh, Inspiring. <laughs> An abortion. The usual train wreck. <laughs> a, a magnificent experience for all. Yes, for all involved, this including has been a the uh, international for my callers. <laughs> my original plans for Tuesday night. <laughs> Yeah, I hope you didn't have any plans. Well, I like how you popped on. I'm like, hey, clickety click. You just timed it perfectly because my date had just fit, has just left when I turned my computer on. And it was like, Christian. And I'm like, ooh. Oh. Okay, there you go. Did you at least put your pants on in between? Pants? <laughs> Good night, everybody. Her pants. <laughs> hey, what we did. It's those day. things you have to wear when you go out in public. Ah. Uh, I don't know. Not inside pants. when you are. Entertaining lady friends and or podcasting, apparently. We, we, I'm not wearing we, pants. We have I mean, I have boxers. Uh, we, watched, we had Jamaican Blue Mountain coffee, and we watched Game of Thrones. So I don't see how it gets any better than that, really. Awesome. Unless you were doing another kind of Jamaican. and uh, I'm, no, I'm Jamaican her mountains blue, baby. Ow! <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> Just Debbie wow. can't control the uh, the hormones that she's experiencing from that. After wow. that. Debbie right. gives some things of baby cop. Bye, Debbie. All right, I'm out. One up. Okay. All right, all right, y'all. Are we all? Thank out? you for listening. Love you guys. Yeah, I think so. We got through our extended list of topics, so uh, I think we're all right. Nice. And I just gained a life in Mario. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> so, all right, y'all. Love you. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Stay as sweet as you are. Bye. 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 <laughs> that was enthusiastic. All right, for once, I'm actually really leaving now. All right. Got a good deal with some BS. Uh-huh.